I was going to like ignorantly slurp into the yeah. microphone, but then mm. I realized I'd probably choke and probably. cough. Yeah. And uh, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear me slurp no, I, Nobody wants to hear me slurp either, but I just want to let the the world know, the wrestling community know. Welcome to Weedy Wrestling and a new a new uh new fighter has entered the arena. In the in the world, you sound like we have a special guest. Yes, we do have a special guest. Uh, it is uh, Mr. Limoncello Lacroix. Yo, this shit it it might have taken the crown already. Listen, we're a sparkling water podcast, and Be- uh, Beach Plum had my heart. Yeah. I took one sip of this and I went. There it done. is, uh, Lacroix. The uh, the fa- I would, dare I say the fanciest of the sparkling water brands, uh, Limoncello, not not lemon. Limoncello, it's and it's delicious. It's, it's, it's like so a good. it's like a vanilla lemon. It's like a lemony with a vanilla kicker, uh, and it's fucking delicious. And Wegman's Wegman's better watch out because you know what? They just they, they, I'll pay the extra for. They uh, had their chance to sponsor the show and, and they didn't. I don't think Lacroix will. Either. No, Lacroix won't because we're not highfalutin enough for that. LaCroix. But but I could have I could have ignored the I could have denied Lacroix's existence for Wegman's. That's true. But They're, instead. Anytime I say Lacroix, I want to. I think of one. I think of Lash Larue, and then two. I think of Labouche. Mm. I think of uh, Stephen Saint Croix, which is a joke for probably nobody who listens to this podcast. Yeah, because I don't get it. Yep. Uh, but uh, Jenna will get it. That's the only one. Okay. If they still listen, I'm not sure. Hi, Jenna. If you're out there. <laughs> if you're out there. Um. All right, let's talk wrestling, pal. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to be wrestling, everybody. Yeah, right over The here. only wrestling and sparkling water podcast. Wow, it's true. That's it's true. All right. I'm if all there's right another, if there's another pro wrestling and sparkling water podcast, they're just stolen from us. I think that's safe. I could ride with that. That's safe to say. I'll fight them for it. Yeah, I will throw hands. Right, fisticuffs. Even. Yeah, I will. I will put a, a large amount of Limoncello Lacroix in my mouth. And spit it at them like Muda Mist. Yeah, but that's a waste of this wonderful substance. Yeah, but who knows what it's going to do? I mean, it could it could blind and burn. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Do you want to test it out on somebody? I, I don't. Why? Because I don't want to be liable for the damages. Come on, fuck that. They'll be blind. They won't remember who did it. We'll it just start, we'll, their memory too. We'll just start a fire and mist out the fire. A fire's cool though. Well, kinda. I like fire sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Kane's cool. Yeah. Don't don't fucking make a joke about your. I fucking could feel it in my bones. Yeah, and, fire's real cool when it's uh, ripping through your roof. Anyway, my um, fucking Christ Almighty. So uh, I hate well, you. <laughs> you brought up welcome to uh, when you wrestling everybody. I think I said that like three times. Uh, Brett, how are you, pal? I'm fucking good, man. Good. Uh, life's cool. Sixers kind of suck right now, but you know. But they were in first place like three days ago. Well, that division, the top four, they're all separated by a game. It changes by yeah. day. It's well. insane. Um, but other than that, no, man, I'm fucking chilling. Okay. I feel very relaxed. Lately. Good. I'm glad. I've been going to sleep early. Okay. I got right. my wrestling watching duties out of the way. Yeah. Which means I can go to sleep. I don't, I've been sleeping a lot. I right. started drinking some coffee again. Okay. That's good. I do coffee maker, and it has a delay brew on it. Okay. And it's wonderful. It's a ninja. Oh, what is the delay? What does delay brew do? So you can set it at night and it'll be yeah. ready for you in the morning. Okay, dude, I wake up, fucking coffee's all. Oh my yeah. god, it's a life changer okay. for me. Uh, I I had a so uh, again now that we're apparently we are an all beverage podcast. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts has a uh, like the the cold foam cream. Yes, one back like it's a new flavor of it. Yes, and I gotten that twice. 
Uh, and it shoots my anxiety through the fucking roof. Your anxiety? Uh, coffee makes me anxious. Really? Yeah, it makes my heart race. Like, not in like a, like, I don't get like jittery. I just get panicked. And like, I can huh. pound sodas and, ca- and those don't do it to me. Really? But coffee, coffee raises my anxiety level. So well, I got to kind of not do sad. it. And it drives me nuts. Oh. Yeah. You are right, little buddy? Yeah, I'm good. I, like, and that's, that's the thing is like, I'm just, we're sitting here working, doing nothing, having a nice coffee. And you're freaking Because I don't, I don't out. ever drink coffee. I'm just never yeah. a coffee guy, but I like the cold coffees that taste like candy. And, uh. Yeah, it shoots my anxiety like through the roof. My heart's racing. I get into a panic. I start imagining yeah. weird things are happening all around the world. People are laughing at me. And uh, I don't know if that part That's is true. That's called drugs. Yes. It's, caffeine's a drug. That, well. <laughs> oh. oh, I could have run. Oh. I'm going to rip that door open real quick. And by the way, I choose to live my life and some people with their bullshit. But, uh, <gasps> yeah, coffee raises my anxiety, so I got to lay off. But uh, I'm glad you have good coffee and coffee in the morning. I'm glad that makes you happy. I've been drinking the Danhausen coffee. Yeah. Michelle really needs, good. Michelle needs coffee too. Like I was, I just I've never had it, so I don't rely on caffeine See, in the mornings. I I haven't been drinking it every day though. I'm making it a point. Like it's good. Wednesdays and Thursdays, I my yeah. work starts earlier, so yeah. that. But other than that, I'm not yeah. going to drink it. Just to, uh, you know, because my kidneys are apparently bullshit. Well, <laughs> sure. The thing about coffee, like when I the first time I ever had coffee, I was like, this just tastes like dirt. Uh, it tastes like you ground up dirt beans and made coffee. a drink out of it. Yeah, uh, I've had a bunch of bad coffee, and then I was like, "Yeah, I, this I can use it as a tool, uh, but now, but I'll just use a soda or True. you know, or an energy beverage." Uh, but uh, but yeah, I can't can't do coffee. I, I like the, the the again the sweet coffees, but uh, all right, yeah, coffee talk, coffee talk. Speaking of uh, coffee talk, speaking of coffee, and what may have. Uh, Led to somebody's downfall. Let's talk news. Whoa, Let's that's a news. weird one. Who uh, who's blaming coffee for their steroid abuse? Oh, uh, so Triple H. <laughs> uh, he had an interview last Friday with yes. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, detailing all the shit he's gone through. Yes. Uh, did you watch any of it? No. Okay. So uh, he has. I think he has a pacemaker. And I saw. I did read about it. Yes. Yeah. So he has yeah, a pacemaker. He's, old... he's officially done from the ring, which I figured would happen. Right. Um, he was talking like, I guess he had such bad. I don't know if it was pneumonia or whatnot. Yeah. His oxygen levels were yeah, dropping. Yeah. I, I, I saw that. He, pace, he had viral pneumonia, and to the point yeah. where, like, the doctor called him and said, mm-hmm. "Pack a bag, get to the emergency room immediately." Yeah. Like you're dropping quick. Yeah. Um, and I know somebody said. Uh, like, hey, he was known to be walking around with drinking three to four large Starbucks cups of coffee every day. Okay. Uh, so who knows if that had anything to do with it? I think I have an idea of what something had well, to do with it. Well, you know, but uh, yeah. hey, uh, I mean, him as the human being, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know, say what you will. Yeah. I mean, happy he's still around for his kids. Sure. It's all that really matters at the right. end of the Right. I don't want to wish ill on too many people. Triple H certainly doesn't make that list because- no. He's never done anything to harm me personally, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's not. I don't. I don't have any sort of high regard for him as a wrestler or a human. Me neither. Uh, he's he's entertained me here and there, sure, uh, but mostly he's sort of just sandwiched himself into in, with good people to uh, raise his his value, and then managed to, uh, in a way, fail up, uh, or at least you know be the guy who was there when the when the you know be like. Close enough to the top of the list when the top three people say no, he's there to say yes. Yeah. You know? I just thought, like, oh, hey, he's done. Yeah. 
know. I did see his last match was like with teaming with Nakamura in Japan. Yeah, when against it's like against Bobby Roode and somebody yeah. else. That's uh, crazy. And I saw people talking about like, oh, how great is it that he's with the, with his NXT kids? And I'm like, Nakamura is almost the same age. Yeah, as him. Nakamura's a grown ass. Man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, whatever. You know, that's he's got a family, so good for him. But yeah, I I will never miss him in wrestling. No, me neither. He was never my my guy. I like DX. I like Quadruple H. Yeah, well, who he, doesn't? I mean, that was just a sight to see. Right. Yes. But even that got fucking railroaded because the Hogan shit when he right. caught on. What Trips had the belt for what, like a month. Yeah. And when he came back, mm-hmm. and then boom, he Hogan. hugged Lemmy. Lemmy got like good three, four more records out he of Motorhead did help because of Triple Lemmy. H. We'll give. You, all right. There's your one good deed. You yep. helped Lemmy. I, I used to say about him all the time. The only reason why he continued to be over was because Lemmy hugged him at WrestleMania, and people were like, "Well, that's cool. That's true. We are Motorhead. We're here to kick your ass." That's true. Uh, another piece of information. Ooh, information. Not uh, news, but information. The Hall of Fame inductee. Hall two, of Fame. Two people got announced. Yes. Um, the fucking Steiner brothers. Right. Kind of a shocker. Yeah. Especially with Scott. Well, they were like teasing they were going to put Rick in by himself. Well, you can't do that. Well, you can't, that'd be like fucking putting, hey, Animal, you're in, Hawk. Uh-uh. I, like, I, no. I would say it's even worse than that. Like, you can't do that. I would say that you can make a case. For Solo Scott Steiner to belong in a Hall of Fame somewhere. Bingo. Not Solo Rick, though. But Solo Rick, I like Rick. You like that jacket. I love that jacket. But Solo Rick doesn't doesn't have a career. No. Rick's tag team wrestler. Solo Scott. Uh, you know, <laughs> I would say that putting Rick Steiner in the Hall of Fame by himself would be like putting Jerry Sags in the Hall of Fame by himself. <laughs> I definitely thought you were going to say knobs, but all right. <laughs> knobs. Yeah. Fucking knobs. No, no, knobs. Knobs might not even belong in the Hall of Fame as a nasty boy. What a bag of shit. <laughs> Total bag of shit. Which is coincidentally what he carried for Hulk Hogan. Anyway. Um, but, um, so, but yeah, the Steiners, that's cool. I, everybody loves the Steiners. You, you cannot have an actual pro wrestling Hall of Fame without the Steiner brothers in it. No. It's a, not that, not it's that a WWE's Hall of Fame is an actual Hall of Fame in any capacity. Like, what was it, a month or so ago, like when we watched Steiner yeah. Brothers matches, like, mm-hmm. Dude, WCW, yeah. WWF, Japan, yeah. like they were uh, fucking amazing, right? I mean, it, it, you can one of those guys that uh, you can make the argument, and I will not argue that they're the best, one of the best, the best tag team ever. They're, you, they're definitely one of the best. If, if you, you said Steiners were best tag team, yeah. I'd say okay, all right, yeah. I'm completely I'm, I'm comfortable you. with that being your opinion. Yeah, uh, it's not my opinion, but I'm completely comfortable with you having that opinion. Yeah, uh, they wrecked shit for a very long time in everywhere they went. Uh, so had one of the best theme songs ever. Oh, absolutely! What was the theme song? <laughs> Steiner, Steiner. All right. So, <laughs> moving on from the Steiner brothers. Yes. Oh, who else is in that Hall of Fame though? So it's them. It's Sid, right? Did they mm. formally announce Sid? Mm-mm. Really? Sid's not on the T-shirt either. Really? So it's just. They, what, so it was just was it, it was just dirt cheat speculation. Never, that's all it was. Really? Yeah. Oh wait. Okay, hold on though. Let me ask this question. Do you think? That they offered it to him, and he had a softball game that Probably, day. Probably yes. Yeah. So that's it was Sid's choice. Yeah. He's a master and ruler of the world. Yeah. He's gonna be inducted from anywhere he damn well pleases. That's right. Uh, but no, he's not. He's gonna put in the softball hall of fame the same night, so he can't do it. <laughs> so it's the Steiners. Okay. Charmel. That's weird. Vader. Yeah. And Taker. That's a short class. Uh, 
Taker's speech is going to go long. Yeah, of course. They're going to show a 90-minute highlight reel. Vader's will be short. Charmel's will be yeah. short. You think Taker shits his pants during the speech? Well, Mr. Brown will strike. Yeah. Um, Steiner's will get a, a good amount, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. And then, what, okay, so what order? They, the Vader opens because he's Vader dead? Vader opens because he's dead. That sucks. Charmel, yeah. just because it'll be... Because they don't want to put her... Well, you don't put her before the main, but you don't want to put her first. Yeah. Steiner's will be co-main. They'll get a, a nice... Yeah. Nice, right. nice time. Yeah, and then Taker's gonna be probably minimum an hour. Yeah, well, I, I minimum. I'm gonna imagine. You think they pre-tape the Steiners just in case Scott like? No. You, you think they're gonna tell Scott like, listen, I, Scott will be ours. Be best nice. Best. Don't be Scott. He'll be ours. Best behavior. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. And then after party at a Shoney's. Dude, man, his Shoney's shut down. That's oh, that's a shame. Um, Steiner rise. <laughs> See, it's the best. It is the best. Who's the story about Rick and Scott? <laughs> it's so cool. It is. Uh, Rick gets top billing in that song. That's interesting. Yeah. That's the only time. Probably because Scott rhymes with hot, I imagine. <laughs> Rick rhymes with dick. That's true. Um, all right. So another piece of information that I had no fucking clue about. Yeah. April 15th in Japan. Uh, New Japan and All Japan are running a joint show. Oh. Okay. Had zero clue about this. Interesting. Somebody so they the have also bailed on Noah? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they announced the main event was originally going to be Sonata and uh-huh. Jake Lee okay. against Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kento Miyahara. Well, mixing up people in the tag. Not, yeah. a, not a versus, but a let's a t- unite and yeah. work together. Okay. But Sonata's out with a broken orbital. Right. So taking his place is Tai Chi. Tai Chi started in all Japan. Oh. He's Kawada's guy. Because he's trained by Kawada. Yeah. Right. So, had no idea what was happening. Okay. Not going to be available anywhere to watch. It's not going to be a New Japan World? Nope. Probably not until like a couple weeks after. I think it might be like a Samurai TV thing over just over in Japan. Why does all Japan want no one to watch outside of Japan? Don't get it. Because I think they have a streaming service. But I like, think they do, but I don't think it's even going to be on that. Right. That's I'm going to pay attention as it gets closer yeah. because I'd like to watch, I'd watch that show. I'd like to know some of those because people. what they're doing is it's, they're celebrating the 60th anniversary of uh, Cork and Hall. Okay, ah. so I think that yeah. that'd be a f- cool thing Good to thing. see. Uh, New Japan, and we'll talk about them in a little bit. Like you know, they've been the the cock of the walk, if you will. Uh, but like, if given the opportunity, like uh, even if if All Japan gave them a little bit of a run for their money, I would jump ship in a heartbeat because that's that's where my heart lies. I know you. Will. Uh, but uh I like that because you say that yet you've never seen a Kento Miyahara match. Nope, that's sad. No, I haven't seen any All Japan in a decade. Kento Miyahara is good. That's not true because Ken Koji was that's there. Where Joe Doring later, was. but yeah, Joe Doring when he said, "Come on, motherfucker, give me power." <laughs> it was real cool, and I loved it. Okay. Um. So speaking of another Japanese promotion, yes. Today was announced. Ooh. Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. That's right. Officially struck a deal for the tape library. Yeah. For uh, all Japan women's wrestling. Yes. Uh, this was out of left fucking field. Crazy. Like it came across and I was like, is this real? Like, are they yeah. just retweeting something? No. Yeah. It's fucking this real. Is, I, I'm going to say this on the show and I don't, I, I'm not, I, don't, please don't take this as a brag in any way. Oh, boy. Uh, but like, I've known Jerry a long time. I know that's not a brag. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> You would think that motherfucker would like be like, "Hey, pal, I know how much you like wrestling. We're getting this really cool thing." 
Uh, cause Jerry could be like, Hey, I know that you guys use, uh, the promo code Mortis. Yeah. I know that that's to get nothing happens. on the yeah. website. Yes. Uh, it gets you nothing. uh, but we got a really cool thing coming up. You might want to pay attention or just fucking stooge it off to me, but he won't. No. Uh, I've known, I've known that bastard since he was like 13. So, yeah. uh, and I know he doesn't listen to this, so I can call him all the names, uh, mm-hmm. that he deserves to be called. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome news. Uh, that's do they, huge. Do they exist now? I don't. I'm actually. I actually don't know. It's already on. What, no, what I mean, does, does all Japan women still run? I don't think so. No. Okay, so not because stardom's like the yeah. Promotion. Okay, uh, so I saw it. So it's just going to be like slow, slow rollout of some old stuff starting eighty nine ninety. Think and this was gonna be uh, if Mania wasn't this weekend, I was gonna say. So what? All Japan women would oh, be watching this yeah, week. Yeah, I would see what we would after have on the there. the uh, Aja Kong Bull McConnell cage match that I know is up on there. Did we um, already watch that before? Though? It doesn't matter. I mean, wrong. <laughs> Apparently, it's really good quality. It's from the Masters, so it's not like well, a YouTube upload. It's from yeah, the Masters. Yeah, somebody tapes. did a side by side of the comparison of YouTube and the yeah. Masters. Looks so much better. On uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I, I every month when my the little PayPal notice comes through and it says that I that I've been dinged for ten bucks <laughs> for that thing uh, again for for someone's thing that I, I've known for 30, for since he was thirteen years old. Uh, God, so like twenty plus years. Uh, I was man, do I got to pay for this thing? I don't really watch all that much. Uh, and now I'll, I'll gladly yeah. say it on the show. I'll be like, I pay for it because yeah, I can just watch cool Bull and Kano matches. Yeah, and watch cool. Akira Hakuto kill people. Yeah, I can't wait to watch Dump Dump Matsumoto. Absolutely, <laughs> like, the best, most problematic wrestler. Fucking wait. Huh? Yes. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. But I think that's a huge get. I know that was a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter today. Yeah. That made me very happy. Right. A lot of people were saying, you know, hey, you were wondering where'd that cool move come from? Well, now oh, you're yeah. gonna find the fuck oh, out. Oh god, yeah. A lot of people are gonna get a fucking exposed. A lot of people are gonna get exposed <laughs> yeah. for the shit that they fucking stole. Yeah. Look out, Suji Kondo's gonna surprise a lot of fucking people, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, you didn't think that move came around till 2002? Wrong. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, so last thing news-wise I wanted to talk about. Ooh, um, last thing. It was just a clip that was on today on Pat McAfee's radio yes. show. He had on Randy Orton. Yeah. I thought and about playing this clip on the show to be like cool, like multimedia, so everyone knows what we're talking about, but we'll just look it up. Okay. Or you could just tweet it out, whatever. Yeah, that works too. Um, so... I don't remember the whole quote, which I probably should pull up yeah. the whole quote, um, which I'm going to do that you don't, you don't want to misquote Pat McAfee? No. So, um, you know, they were just kind of talking about, uh, McAfee was talking about like. Is McAfee wrestling on Mania? Yes. Austin Theory, right? Austin Theory, yeah. Okay. That's so weird. All right. Um, they were talking about, you know, losing your passion for something, mm-hmm. kind of just phoning it in. Um, yeah. You know, McAfee was going through the steps of like, you know, when you're a rookie in the NFL, you're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of have those years where you're like, I don't like – I like the yeah. guys that I'm with. Yeah. I don't like the coaches. I don't like this team. Right. Well, I don't like the these owners. Business this part of it comes in. You're yeah. getting the paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Then right. he says, you know, you have those last couple of years where you're like, this is it. Like, I kind of want to be in every meeting. Like, I want to practice like it's my last practice, mm-hmm. play like it's my last game for every game. Yeah. Um, and he kind of related that to Orton, mm-hmm. where he was saying to Orton, you know, how do you feel like that with wrestling? And Orton talks about it, you know, how he felt, how he was phoning it in mm-hmm. for a while. And he goes, I know I can get these people to react without 
breaking a sweat. Right. Yeah. You know, and just I, he, I, he said, I can, we, I can still give them their money's worth without give it, without working that hard. Yeah, yeah, just not just not doing mm-hmm. much at all. Um, and then he brings up and he, he says, when Vince was on your show, he talked about the number one priority being protecting your opponent. That's not necessarily an NXT. I know that because I've been in the ring with the guys that come from NXT and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. And he said, you know, in a wrestling match, you take a punch, you sell the punch. Right. You just sell it. And he mm-hmm. goes, here I am putting my hands up because these motherfuckers are going to punch me for real. Yeah. And he goes, because they don't know that all, or they said, all they know is the red light comes on on the camera, you wrestle. Right. That's it. They yeah. don't know anything else about the business. Mm-hmm. And I, like, he said that, and I was very, like, whoa. (laughs) That's interesting. Uh, So, first, I want to address the phone it in thing, because when I heard that, I was like, thank God you finally acknowledged it. Because (laughs) I know a lot of people like Randy Orton, Scary Snake Man. Uh, I was a huge Randy Orton fan. Uh, You know, used to do the jokes about how cool he was, and, like, we used to just sit around and make up shit. Uh, like the, you know, we, one of the things I remember always in my brain, and again, Jenna will remember this, but like, uh, they say Randy Orton, one of the, I don't, it's so fucking stupid. Nobody's going to get it. But like, it was one of the things we used to say, like Randy Orton talks to dolphins before he eats them. I know how stupid it is, but we were just like, we would just sit around (laughs) as dumb fucking kids making up Randy Orton stuff. Like it it was, it it was a take on the Chuck Norris when they would do a show with Chuck Norris. So it was a take, you know, Chuck Norris, you know, those, sure. he's, you know, whatever with this, you know, you slap, you know, Chuck Norris slaps you, you apologize, all that stupid shit. Yeah. We used to do that about Randy Orton because we loved him so much and we would just make up dumb shit because we were weird kids. Uh, and like, it's dropped off so hard, you know, like when I, uh, when I went to be, I worked as a bill collector for like six months because I fucking hated it. Uh, I wasn't good at it, but like you had to pick a fake name because people would come hunting for you. And the first name I I had picked, why, why, that I you had to you got to have like a list. And I wanted to be Jake Roberts, and you called me like this is Jake Roberts. And, <laughs> uh, and there, but there was already a, a lady there who was using the last name Roberts, so oh, they didn't want okay. that to happen. So like, what's your next name? And I was like Randy Orton. Yeah. And I like, got it. I was Randy. I was a bill collector. I was Randy Orton. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because I loved Randy Orton. Yeah. And this is like 2002, 2003, four ish, and like. I would I so we'd call people and you'd have to introduce yourself and like this is Randy Orton calling yeah. from here and from this bill collecting place and they'd be like Randy Orton <laughs> and I'd be like oh yeah absolutely man the real Randy Orton for sure like I loved him uh, and then it was just a big drop off like I stopped watching wrestling when I came back he wasn't the same dude uh, and so I'm glad he finally acknowledged that because like I was a huge fan and you know he was like young and like this fresh dude like 19 champion like thrown into evolution like all that shit. And he did. He dropped off for sure. And he lit fucking Bray Wyatt's shed on fire, whatever. Uh, and Bray was supposed to be the bad guy. <laughs> right. Uh, so, like, I'm glad he acknowledged that. Uh, so that that's, you know, it's, it takes some fucking balls in your profession to say you've been phoning it in of for a long it time. Yeah. Uh, all right. The NXT thing. Well, and real quick, I like to, they yes. said what kind of got him back was the people he's working with. And right. he gave a lot of credit to Edge. Yeah. He said, you know, Edge was kind of like my mentor and big brother Yeah, it was for having Edge back really lit the fire yeah, again. which was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And then they fought in like a boardroom or whatever yeah. they did. Well, that was COVID mania. Yeah. Uh, the NXT thing is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and you you sent this to me earlier and I, I texted you about it and I was like, that's, to me, seems like a not so thinly veiled shot at Triple H and Sean. Uh, I think you could read it a bunch of ways. But those are the dudes that were supposed to be heralding in the next generation and 
you know, teaching these guys the style and getting them ready for them for the main event. And is Randy completely right? I don't think so. Uh, I I know there's a plenty of good fucking wrestlers that are, that are in and come out of NXT. Of course, uh, but also NXT tends to, uh, by whoever's decision that is, bring up the wrong people, which is also a problem they have. Uh, so I don't know, but I, I also you know kind of like the style where people hit each other a little harder than WWE style. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's an interesting statement, uh, and with some people out of the picture of the company what people are starting to say and act sure. is interesting. Yeah. I, I would love, love, love to know who he's talking about. Yeah. Cause it seems like the ones that were successful that came up for NXT, they had their indie runs. Right. You know, your, your Rollins, your Owens. Zane, right. Like, right. They're, they're huge on the, indies, and in you know? no regards, are there any of those guys, bad workers? No. Um, so I'd love to be like, yeah, what are you talking about? Right. You know? Well, you'd have to think, like, you'd have to think back and see, like, who, and he's, he's been there for a long time, he's wrestled a lot of people, but, like, Orton's not in a ton of just one-off throwaway matches. They always give him something to do. Yeah. So who the fuck has he had programs with that have done this to or him? they were working him, like, right. like, punching him for real. Right. Like, that's a problem, It you is, know? for sure. And that's, you know, it makes you look back at NXT and you go, you know, were they just kind of grooming them to be TV wrestlers? Right. I think that's where Orton's coming from yeah. a bit. You know, it's right. just they're just TV wrestlers. They don't mm-hmm. like the, it is house shows. It's kind of a lost art, right? Like you talk to most wrestlers, like you hear most wrestlers, and they'll always say mm-hmm. their favorite matches are, are the house shows because right. yeah. they can just do what they want, and right. there's no there's no pressure. Like you don't have to hit your timings and your cues. Like right. just fucking go out there and work. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. So I thought that was like very telling. It is. It's interesting. <laughs> Uh, and you, you know, you can, you can read into it a whole bunch of ways, you know, yeah. and I think people are going to be asking him that question, who, who is it, who does what, you know, yeah. and I can name people who work a little, a little tight, a little stiff, but I don't, I don't think that's what he was saying. No. I think he was saying guys that like, you know, uh, there's a shit ton of dudes in the Indies and in regular wrestling in both major companies, three made the impact is, I guess, kind of a major company that don't have a fucking working punch to save their lives. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Also, Terry Funk used to hit you for real. So, difference. Uh, He's Terry Funk. Right. It's a difference. Uh, but yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, and I think uh, NXT is, has changed in a way. I don't. We don't watch it, uh, so I don't know if it's if it's any better one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just like that line, though, I know that because yeah. I've been in the ring with guys that came from NXT and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. That's the big one. <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, that's who's who the clicks running NXT. Yeah, they were. So yeah, because no 2.0 guys have come up. Right. <laughs> so So who, you know, and like who who had a long enough run out of NXT on the main roster? Because like it's not it can't be about Owens and Sammy. No. Is it about Damian Priest? You know, he teams with Riddle, so it's Won't be Riddle, you know, yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But, very very curious. Yeah. But I thought that was and like because Orton's very like he doesn't have to right. give a fuck at right. this point. You know? He also like talks about how he's like mature, you know. And, yeah. like, and I was like, hey, you stop shitting in people's bags. He did. <laughs> um, but like that's a well-respected dude behind the scenes. He's sure. been there for fucking ever. Every legend loves him. Yes, right. Everybody <laughs> thinks he's the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's all news I had. Okay. Did you have anything? No. no. Uh there was something I was gonna bring up, but I don't remember what the hell it is now. Okay. So uh something while you were talking, I was reminded of something. I know that uh the dudettes with attitude got back together on NXT two point oh 
as baby faces. That's whatever. Yep. I don't fucking know. Yep. Um, yep. That shows on Saturday afternoon at like one o'clock in yeah. the afternoon. NXT stand and deliver. Like what? The what? Like one one in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Really showcasing That's it. That's interesting. I did. I think they called Braun up officially, right? No, Braun's no. facing Ziggler for the title. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna lose in there. I I, I saw <laughs> something saying that he was added to the Raw roster page. Oh, well, so, I I don't fucking know, man. Who knows? Dude, just have him come in and have. Rick and Scott be his fucking managers or his trainers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have Scott throw some belly to bellies. Right. Rick Steiner wants somebody. Can, can Scott still do that? Well, you don't think he can do it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wrestling we watched this week. Uh, yes. I'll start off with, I, I think, hopefully, well, I know what I enjoyed the most. This Ooh. Week. Uh, New Japan Cup. Okay. So the semifinals. Uh, yes. First match was one Mr. Zack Sabre Jr. Yes. Versus Shingo Takagi. Yes. Um, ZSJ. Mm-hmm. Get the fucking win. Yeah. What did you think about this? Because I know you watched it. Yeah, I did. So I watched uh, the two semifinals and the final. Okay. For this. Uh, I was excited about them. I wish I could have watched more New Japan. Uh, so this. Let's see. How do I. How do I talk about this match other than looking at my notes? Um, this is the kind of match that I want to watch New Japan for. Sure. It felt like a big New Japan match. Right. And instead of repeating this for the next two matches, uh, this match did a disservice to the other to the, to the other <laughs> semifinal because the, the, the next semifinal was directly after this. Mm-hmm. And the main, uh, the final, like the next day, uh, this match put them put those guys way fucking behind. Uh and we talked about it last week, how we thought everything was going to shake out with Shingo versus Naito. Yep. Uh, that's not how that worked. Uh, and I'll tell you, because uh, beefy Zack Sabre Jr., uh, uh, arguably the best technical wrestler in the world. Well, there is that Brian Danielson guy. <laughs> there is. <laughs> but I think Danielson has merged his styles elsewhere. Sure. I, I know. And I get what you're saying. Sabre is pure maybe Gresham is the only other dude that wrestles that style that like that pure style uh, that can do this kind of shit. Um, the reversals are amazing in this match from both of them. Shingo's fucking great. Shingo's uh, awesome. And here's what I say. Cause Saber wins. He goes to the, he goes to the final. So, you know, we're going to be talking about him in a second. Yeah. Saber for me works best when he works guys like Shingo. Okay. Uh, is this kind of like a like a saber um, Ishii matchup? Right, for right. You? Ishii's another one that's that's great for it because the styles contrast. Right. If you like technical wrestling, then you're gonna love saber wrestle other technical wrestlers. You're gonna you're gonna fucking enjoy the shit out of it. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I'm super impressed by the dudes that do it, and I'm like, oh my god, that's super cool. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. But it's not like a thing that gets my heart into the match, right? Yeah. But when he does his technical stuff against a strong style wrestler or a striker or more powerful wrestler. Uh, and Shingo's like a, a, a hybrid sort of strong style junior, but is a heavyweight kind of thing. Uh, I think Saber, I, I like watching his style work against these guys because he can confuse a guy like this more. Uh, when, when you watch two technical wrestlers, it's, you know, they're just, they're trying to out reverse each other. Yeah. And this is just like, Shingo's like, how do I punch this? Yeah. And it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. You know? Uh, and so like, this is, I, I love this. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this match was amazing. 
uh, the best. Uh, and again, I, I, instead of me just saying this match beat those other two, this match is the best of the three for me. Um, and I'm going to tell you what, the, the next match we're going to talk about is Naito Okada. And this match, when I watched Naito Okada, I was like, oh, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> that was good. That was good. These guys only have fucking four, four, five star matches. They're in, uh, just every other month. Yeah. And after watching Shingo J- Jack Saber Jr., I was like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Whatever. It's only like the two best wrestlers New Japan's had yeah. in, in, in a decade. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, this was great. Uh, the finishing sequence is amazing with Shingo trying to get out of the choke, like where he drops back and like yeah. Saber won't let go. Uh, I like the Sabres, like, beefed up. He's still not a big guy. Like, got, he's a tall dude, so he's big. Beefy, but he's getting a little beefy. Yeah. His arms are a little bigger. He's not so string beanie His anymore. He's bigger. Yeah. Like, he's been hitting yeah. the weights. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, and I love Shingo. I think Shingo is great. Agreed. Uh, so I thought, I, I just, I thought this match was great. Uh, and I know Howard the Dave mentioned it on Twitter with uh, our acquaintances at the Never Open Pod. Uh, and I sort of said that to them, too. Like, the, it, it made. The next match just okay, and that's craziness. Yeah, uh, I this I love this match. This is this is a match of the year list match. This was that good. I will agree a hundred percent with you. Yeah, I love hearing your like takes on because I know you haven't really watched a ton of New Japan no. lately. Um, so the next match, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, Naito versus Okada in the other semifinal. Yes, and I agree a hundred percent. It yeah. was it was awesome, but. Following like Zack Saber right, Jr. Right. So man, that's tough. Here's here's the the problem you run into with with Naito and Okada. Before let me let me take a one step back. Naito has only run won through roll ups in the New Japan Damn Cup, right. and that makes him the greatest wrestler on the goddamn planet. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man after your own every heart. match gets plus three stars <laughs> uh, because he literally every match of the cup has won with a roll up. What's the name of his faction? <laughs> Los Ingernobiles de Japón. Close enough. Thank you. I'm sorry. Are you going to be official member of them now? No. <laughs> Taguchi Japan for life. For life. For, 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 for life. life. <laughs> um, so, and he wins this with a roll-up, which is also, which is amazing. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. It builds a story <laughs> into, the, into the final, which is great. Here's when you run into a problem with Okada and Naito. This match, it existed in a bubble by itself is fantastic. Yep. <laughs> right? Though those two guys and they're rivals, they're the biggest rivalry those, you know, those are yeah. that that's They've been rivals for a right. long time. It's 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 their nemesis, if you will. Yeah. Um they are consistent to their detriment. Because if you don't get a four and a half star match out of them, you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, you go, wow, this was like, what's wrong? Who's what's off? wrong? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but that was a four and a half star match, sometimes a five star match. And, you still and you're go, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> what happened? So they're consistent to their detriment, right? Uh, that being said, Zack Sabre Jr. Shingo happened right before it, fucking crushed it. Yeah. I was emotionally drained, and I was like, I okay, this is very good. These guys are great at what they do. We got exactly what they do. It works every fucking time, and it's awesome. But I was like, uh-uh. I was the same because I watched it right after. Yeah, right. Same way. Same card right there. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's your semifinals. Right. And same way. Definitely, I mean, I'm sure New Japan probably didn't anticipate this Zack Sabre Shingo no. match being as yeah. fucking great as right. it was. Yeah. Um, but, man, uh, yeah, Naito beat Okada. Right. Right. Which, it's it gives you that. That funny thing, because in Japan, mm-hmm. you know, you you beat 
the champ, yeah. you get a shot. Right. So he's going to have a future shot at Okada at some yeah. point again. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. He doesn't have to, and it doesn't have to be immediate. So yeah. it works. But I mean, they're just, they're such long standing rivals. Uh, and this match is awesome. So, like, maybe watch this one first. I don't know. I know, right? It's like you almost want to go watch it in yeah. reverse order. Yeah. Because uh, the, the Shingo Zack Sabre Jr. is going to steal the steal the life so out of you. Uh, but again, like I, again, I love those dudes. Naito wins with a roll up, which makes me so happy. But I was yeah. like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, same. That was good. It's so, a good four and a half star match. <laughs> so from the uh, the final show, which was the next day, yeah, final show of the tournament. Um, I watched two matches. This the co-main event. Okay, was an eight man tag. Okay, it was Hiroshi Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Kazuchika Okada. Yes. Satoshi Kojima mm-hmm. and Tiger Mask. Okay. Tiger Mask 4. Yes. Versus the Strong Hearts, which mm-hmm. is Shima, T-Hawk, okay. and Elwindaman. Yes. And Tatsumi Fujinami. Super weird. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Like, when the match graphic popped up, I went, I'm not fast-forwarding through this. Yeah. I have to watch this. Yeah. Because it's, it's just... What? What? Yes. <laughs> like, just one of those crazy, oh, this is like a Fire Pro match. You know? Yeah, super <laughs> like, weird. I didn't think I'd ever see this. Um, Fujinami looks like a million bucks. Right, and he shows up every couple of months or so <laughs> in New Japan. Dude, he took the robe off. He looks incredible. Yeah, right. It's, um, but this was an old man. of fun, man. Stronghearts yeah. in the New Japan Cup. Well, Shima really in the New Japan Cup. Yeah. Breath of fresh air. Right. They really are. Yeah. T-Hawk and we are Elwindam and Maniacs. Right. We um, are. Yes. <laughs> forever for, for life. Right. Uh, and then the fucking dream team, Tana, Okada, Kojima, and Tiger. Pants. Yeah, that's like, crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and Do you, th- you know what I keep waiting for? Tiger Mask 5. Who I, Who is Tiger Mask right now? It's been the same dude for a long time. Yeah. And he's, normally I, they're not that long. Right. And I don't know for sure if he wrestled without the mask okay. ever. Or it had like a substantial run. I mean, not that Satoya Sayama didn't. Uh, and, like, that was Masawa's thing, too. Masawa, uh, Koji Kanemoto. Right, Kanemura, uh Yeah, Kanemoto, Jesus Christ. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what, but he's, he's those guys, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Sayama had it for a while as the first one. Masawa's wasn't very long. No. Uh, three wasn't very long. Uh, but he's, he's been around a for a time. long fucking time. And that's fine. He's very good. He's talented. Sure. He's an old dude now. And I keep waiting, like, when are you going to pass that down? Yeah, because they did, like, the the Tiger Mask W thing, which was based off the anime. And it was right. Kota Ibushi as Right, but that, but that wasn't in New Japan. That no, was, that was, some, Japan. was it New Japan? Yeah, oh, that was okay. New Japan. All right. But that went you know, away. And, you right, know? and there's, like, Starlight Kid in Stardom that has yeah. the, the, the Tiger Mask. And yeah. I know there's some other things around there. And, like, they did the Black Tiger in New Japan Strong. Yeah. I don't know if that's still happening or not. That is still happening, yeah. Uh, and that's cool. But, like, Tiger Mask used to be a big fucking deal. And, like, Tiger Mask 4 has been around because he was a Michinoku Pro for a while. Like, he's he's been around. And it's I, – I always sort of, like, man, will, if they pass it to a fifth one, will they be able to raise that gimmick back up to the, the height of its of its powers that it once was? So, Tiger Mask 4 is yeah. Yoshihiro Yamazaki. Okay. He's had it since '95. Yeah, makes sense. That's He's I was a, gonna say '90s because that's when Kanem, yeah, Kanem, or yeah, Koji Kanemoto lost mm-hmm. to Liger. Yeah, um, he's the longest tenured incarnation of the right. character. Yeah, wow, since and 95. like because normally it's a thing that's given to a younger guy who's showing a lot of promise and can work a certain style, and then they lose the mask and they go out yeah. solo and have a legendary career. Career. Yeah, I mean, Satoru Sayama retired and whatever and came back as yeah. Tiger Mask, you know. 
Um, but like, I would love to see a fifth incarnation, sort of. Yeah, because this Tiger Mask he's fifty one. Right. Um, he was trained by Satoru Sayama and yes. Great Sasuke. So yeah, yeah you got to wonder like wh- right. who's next. Yeah. You know, right? You would think they'd want to try, and, especially because, and you know, it's the juniors are are are. are very good. They're not as prominent as you would think, but like injecting a new blood and a new wrestler under that mask could, you know, it, with Should with have been ha- fucking master Wano. <laughs> <laughs> with having Liger retire, yeah. you know, uh, are you saying you want Taguchi and Tiger Mask as the 69th yes. junior heavyweight tag team? I'm down as as a, <laughs> as an American representative of Taguchi Japan. I'll allow uh, it. I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that'd be really interesting. But that, that's a sidebar. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss that some other day. Yeah. Uh, Tatsumi Fujinami, the dragon. Yeah, dude, dude's uh, still awesome. Dude, hitting dragon screws, throwing dragon suplexes, yeah. is like fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, he's gotta be pushing seventy, right? Uh, let's see, how old is Tatsumi? I mean, the man wrestled wrestled Ric Flair back when Ric Flair was match good. Not long ago. Yeah. Fujinami is 68. There you go, pushing tur- 70. So, yeah, so he is pushing yeah. 70, yeah. right. Yeah, wow, kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was a fun, like, just kind of like a, whoa, yeah. look at this on paper. And right. it, it ended up actually being pretty fucking sure. good. That's so. legends. That's good. Yeah. Um, And then you had the New Japan Cup Finals, yes. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tetsuya Naito. Yeah. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. wins. Yes, his second his New Japan second Cup. His second New Japan Cup. Yeah. Um, again, I thought it was really good. Me too. Kind of even great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's better than the Naito Okada match. Agreed. Yes. But not um, better than Jango Jack Saber Jr. It's not. No, no, no. That's a, man. I, I'll tell you, watch the Sabre. If you ever want, watch the Saber Osprey match from this yeah. cup too. Yeah. Oh, Zack Saber Jr. had a fucking yeah. tear in this cup, man. What I liked about this with Naito is that like subtly Naito lost his cool a little bit. He wasn't tranquilo. Right. And we got mean, we got like nasty uh-huh. Naito a bit. Uh which was which was nice to see. I like nasty Naito. Uh, uh but I'll tell you what, after after the Shingo match and after after this match, uh just I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Let's put the, let's strap him up. Yeah, you wanna see Saber get I strapped do. up? I do. I think uh, okay. I think the cup, they talked about it on commentary a bit about people cashing in and winning belts or not, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think with Okada with the belt, and it's dangerous because that company tends to, it lives or dies by Okada. Always. Uh, but I think after, I think you don't give a guy this kind of performance and let him beat the people he beat uh, in, not like squash ways, but dominant, like, you know, very clear victories. Yeah. I think you, I think you do it. I think you see what's going. Okay. I, th- I think you give it a shot, even if you even if he loses it back. I think you see uh, because I just I you know it's easy for me to sit here and book because I'm not there. But yeah. uh, I think you do it. I, I give it a shot. Let's see. Uh, I let him and Okada fucking go. Uh, you know you don't you didn't do it in the tournament uh, so that you can do it afterwards. And let's you know. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's, All right. you know, I, I think like you can put Okada through his paces a little bit and uh, we'll see. Because okay. I thought this match was, again, was really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted I wanted to bring up how he whiffed on that place kick right before the finish. Yeah. Well, uh, which yeah. was a shame. Naito sold it a little early. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fine because the fucking Jack Driver was gnarly. Yeah. Is that what he calls it? The Jack Driver? Uh, Zack Driver? Zack Driver. Jack yeah. Driver. Um, or Jack Uzi. <laughs> yes. Right. 
Uh, yeah, I, that's I like aggressive Nido, but man, fuck it, let's put the put the belt on Jack Saber Jr. Let's well, do it. Well, you're not gonna have to wait long. Okay. Uh, Hyper Battle 22 and Ria Goku April 9th. Yeah, it's gonna be Okada versus Zack Saber Jr. Okay. So you do you don't have to wait long for Interesting. it. Interesting. So really, what week? Week, yeah, week, week and a half. That worries me though, because that makes me think that they're not going to put the title on Saber to do it that quick. Uh, well, they always usually do the New Japan Cup winner the next yeah. like, big show okay. they challenge. So, um, yeah, it'll be. Uh, wow. So here, it'll be wild that they put it on Zach. Here's here's my question because I'm 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 unclear about how this works. Okay, so he beats Okada. Naito beats Okada in yes. the tournament. Okada's champ. Okada loses the belt. Does Naito get a shot at the belt? Not sure. Okay. I think he would. Or would it just be because he beat it? Because he didn't, he didn't beat Zack Saber, Saber Jr. Yeah, I'm but not like, sure how is that, that Is that a way to sort of back alley a uh, rematch into there? That I'm not sure. And yeah. tell you what, keep in mind, um, New Japan, they announced some pretty big American shows coming up. Right. There's Windy City Riot. They announced that big show down in D.C. Right. Was Tana's coming over. Okada's mm-hmm. going to be there. Naito. Like, yeah. Right. So and think so here's the thing like uh, with Okada uh he's been that champion a bunch multiple times. God, I hate the, I hate that belt too. I can't fucking stand that it's belt. It's awful. I so hate bad. It. Dude, the but last it, belt was like the best fucking I know, it was design. awesome. It was giant. It looked so good. Yeah. I hate this new belt. But anyway, um Okada's wrestled everybody six times in that fucking company. There's nobody that he has not wrestled at least yeah. twice, right? So the challenges for his belt are going to be, it's going to be Naito, it's going to be, you know, this guy that sure. everybody he's fucking wrestled already. He's wrestled Osprey a million and a half fucking times. Uh, Shingo. Shing, right. Yeah. Put on Sabre for a little bit. Let Sabre have some championship matches against some people. And he's been there for a while, too, so he's yeah. wrestled everybody, but not holding a strap. Yeah. You know, not holding the strap. So I think that'd be really cool. And then you can always come back to Okada. You know, give them a rematch a little bit down the road or something. Uh, but I, having a dominant as a run as he did, and that match with Shingo, I think you, you tr- fucking try it. See, now you got my brain going. Yeah. What if you put the belt on Saber? Mm-hmm. Sabers and Suzuki going. Yeah. Suzuki goon turns on Minoru Suzuki, and mm-hmm. it becomes Saber goon. Ooh. And then Saber Suzuki for the title. There you go. Like, yeah, that's a big fucking deal. Sure. You know. Oh man, that'd be so fucking cool. Yeah. Because especially if Minoru's kind of winding down more, you know. Is he, though? Well, that's Doesn't the, look he, like he is. He's fucking not. That's the crazy <laughs> thing. He's really not. I, it's dangerous to pull anything from Minoru Suzuki because he's beloved. It is, but at the same time, uh, you know, the fans will get even that much more yeah, behind Minoru. That's true. He'll still be in Minoru yeah, Suzuki. Right, he's right. Fucking, like, you know, he doesn't need to be dastardly, yeah. but Saber. Adds that little, like, yeah. more of an edge to him That's a bit. True. You know, he has his own stable. Because yeah. like, him and Tai Chi are real tight with Dangerous yeah. Techers. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe a thought. Yeah. That, because that'd be a fucking match. Yeah, have. absolutely. Um, Interesting places yeah. to go. So, hell of a New Japan Cup. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Super impressed with that New Japan Cup this year. Yeah. Um, I feel like it put some steam back into New Japan. They needed it. Uh, especially with Noah is just falling off. Um, what a disappointment! <laughs> it breaks my heart. Like outside of Goshiyazaki, right. like I don't care. It breaks my heart that like they're and like they don't talk about anybody else. Their social medias don't hit anybody else no. up. They're not promoting. Like they had that giant fucking show and all this momentum, and they shit the bed. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, like I like I, again. I love Goshiyazaki. Right. 
I love Nakajima. Right. I was like, Kenoa, I wasn't really Inamura. You know, like. Kenoa, I haven't even thought of him. Like, you know, like, like I haven't. I just, I'm like, because they, they're not hyping them either. They're not yeah. telling, they're not putting out there telling me what's good. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, and you like. Got, you got all the old man belts. Like, right. And I know, like, listen, it's tongue in cheek when I talk mm-hmm. about Mudo being the champ. Right. Like, he never should have fucking had right. that thing, you know? Right. Uh, but it's like Fujita, old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Funaki. The, Funaki, yeah. old. Right. Like, yeah. those guys shouldn't have those fucking yeah. belts. Super weird. And like, you know, one of the and one of the crazy things too, and I wanted to bring this up about New Japan is that like, it I know that it's fucking trivial and that it's uh, oh we got to do these it's three steps, the New Japan World not having an app fucking sucks, yeah. and like having to track stuff down on the website and like know it's on what show like all that sort of shit, it, like it's fine it's very easy yeah but God Wrestle Universe is so much easier it is. Yeah. Uh, and like I just I don't understand why why New Japan doesn't have something as simple as what Wrestle Universe is. They, sh- they should. I'd hit but, up the developers uh, like right. tomorrow. But like for Noah, like he said, like I'm gonna watch Go. You know, but Noah also slipped into this like we're letting you know when the shows aren't that important. Yeah, and that sucks. That's yep. bad. That means I'm gonna skip stuff because yeah. it's not my number one priority unless you tell me that something's cool. And you're not te- you're not telling me what fucking. Uh, what Kiyomura, Kitamura, or Inamura are doing, you're just like, you're Kitamiya. Yeah. Uh, you're just, you're not showing me them at all. And like, so go, I'm going to watch. But like the other guys that I like, these young guys, you're not, you're not doing anything for me. Yeah. And I just, I, it's a, I think it hurts them. And they had all the momentum in the world. I was super pumped about Noah. Super pumped. Yeah. And now like, you know, DDT slid in there and they might be stealing some of that some of that yeah, shine. We'll see. Uh before we talk about AEW, there was another uh thing I wanted to uh mention on the show and I was gonna I was gonna do a bit about it and then I realized the oh, bits boy. are dumb. Uh <laughs> um I was gonna I was gonna have you uh either tweet or me tweet that uh like effective immediately uh, I'm stepping away from the podcast, and then the other person to tweet like, "Step it away! I fired you." Uh, Why were we gonna do that? Because Ric Flair and Mark Madden had a falling out, oh, and they God, aired all their bullshit on on fucking shit, and yeah. they aired it all on Twitter. And Mark Madden was like, Rick, Rick "Social media guy aired it on Twitter." Yeah, Mark Madden was like, uh, "You know, God gave you the the gift of life, and you're fucking squandering it, drinking every night again." Uh, and then Flair's like, "You're fired." Don't fire me, I'm already fired. It's a, just insane rantings and ravings of two absolute buffoons. Anything Mark Madden says, I don't pay attention right. to. Right. He's, he's one of the biggest ass. fucking idiots in wrestling ever. Yeah. Uh, and Flair, I guess he's going back to Conrad because I yeah, guess this stinks off him enough. Yeah. It's not going to last that long. Flair can't, keep, Flair can't keep a thought together. No. He doesn't have that many stories. Conrad will have to reel him the right. fuck in. And, like, he doesn't have that many fucking stories because, one, they're going to have to be careful what he says to not incriminate himself in more, more bullshit. True. And, two, Flair drank all his fucking memories away, so he doesn't remember much of it anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And really... he also has the worst, some of the worst hot takes in wrestling about how, you know, Daniel Bryan's all right, <laughs> you know, or Cesaro's okay. Yeah, but yeah he's... Daniel Bryan's okay, but he's no AJ Styles. Right, he's no AJ Styles. Yeah, right. Like, okay. Get the fuck out yeah, of I love AJ's great. AJ's great, that, but right. Like, absolutely. It's going to be fucking real here. Right. One of them looks like Doug Hennig and the other one's American Dragon. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Rampage from Friday. Yes. Uh I have here Earblood. Oh, boy. Dustin getting some Earblood, eh? Uh, he popped his eardrum. He did. Uh, well, I guess Archer popped his eardrum for him. He did. Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't see when it happened. Very early. Was I don't it? know on what. 
uh, but early because he was he was bleeding pretty quick out of that ear hole. Sure uh, was. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I I didn't expect Dustin to win. No, roll up finish too. So there's, there's plus three yeah, stars. Uh, if you were looking at my notes, uh, you would notice that after the roll up finish, I put put Dustin in the G one. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, I want Dustin versus Suzuki. I want Dustin versus Okada. Ugh. I want Dustin versus Jay White. Do it, okay. Dustin. I Dustin is be is still beyond good to me. Uh, when I watch him wrestle, I think he made Archer look good. Look, uh, made Archer look more threatening than he has been. Yeah. Uh, they're giving some sort of TV time to this because you know he's saying you know he's not he's hurt but he's not gone or whatever whatever. Uh, I love watching Dustin wrestle. Oh, Dustin's fun. So uh, I was all hyped because Dustin won and he won with a roll up. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is uh, Dustin's fun, but Dustin doing Canadian destroyers just. Because he could do them, I don't care about. Right, I you know everybody suffers like, from that. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, that. Yeah, so I liked when he Be did him at, when he did him at first. Uh, but like you, the only old guy I give a fuck doing it is Ricky Morton. Right, you can uh, you can you can back off of that a little bit. But I, I still I love watching Dustin, and I want him I want him on TV more. Uh, and like I like that. Archer. So, Archer's cool. Yeah, so I thought this was fun, yeah. gnarly little match. Uh, um, whatever. What did you think about the uh, the death of Fuego Del Sol? Oh, poor Fuego. <laughs> uh, I loved the like the 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 spotlight uh-huh. spot. Like that was super cool. Yeah. Uh, listen, Fuego is uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, I wonder if there's any correlation towards uh, in between Dustin Rhodes getting some airtime and Fuego no longer having Fuego Dose to protect him. Uh huh. I don't know. I, I don't know the link because I don't know Fuego no. Dos. I don't know what happened to him. Nope, he's, he's, uh, he's a mysterious masked far, man. Far away. Uh, but it's interesting that this was like sort of back to back on the show. Uh, I wonder if they're linked in any way. Um, I don't know. But yeah, he he died. He died. He fucking yeah, got for real. Got murked. Yes. Uh, and then it's gonna lead to like Dark Order and Fuego versus uh, House of Black on Rampage. This sure. Week. I mean, Fuego's uh, gonna join Dark Order. Oh God, I hope not. Um, next thing I have here mm-hmm. is. Uh, Red Dragon Belt Thieves. Yes. Um, the match was whatever. The match is exactly what you would expect. Yeah. Like, it was weird. Like, I feel like I looked down, I looked back up, and yeah. the match was over. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, I couldn't even tell you who they worked. I don't even remember. Five and ten, brother. See? I, I truthfully don't even remember. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're all right. Five and ten, I guess. Yeah. You know, uh, I, you know Angels is fine. I don't uh, like that he took the mask off. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, it'd be way cooler if five and ten both in masks, yeah. but whatever. Ten, they gave that, like, every now and then they let him, like, give, like, a powerhouse shine. Yeah, they put and him then, in that ladder match, yeah, and they're like, okay, go back yeah, to your all corner. Right, all right, pal. Yeah, get out of here, Preston. <laughs> Preston. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I have is the uh, QT Marshall appreciation mm-hmm. ceremony. Hook no sells Danhausen. That's the most important thing to come out of this. Well, I was happy that Hook put what's his face his face through the fucking plaque. Yes. And then just no solo. I love that he no sold Danhausen and Danhausen just goes, What the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. give me Danhausen and Hook together. Oh Jesus. Could you imagine that? Danhausen joins team joins team Taz. Don't fuck with me like that. <laughs> uh speaking of don't fuck with me like yes. that. Um, I have a quote for you here. Okay. A quote from somebody on commentary. Okay. This was leading up into the main event. Uh-huh. And on commentary, my dear f- personal friend Taz says, uh-huh. don't aggravate me, Jericho. I'm tense as it is already. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what it was about. Okay. Like, uh, but 
Ricky Starks and Swerve. Yeah. Real fucking good. Really good. Uh, uh, surprise Swerve kind of ate the pit in here. Like, kind of queen? Well, the, the Hobbs interference, uh, I think, was the only way out of this. Yeah. You know? Um... Because I know they don't like doing DQs right. in AEW, which is right. fine. It's logically the only way out of it so as to protect everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, pumped about where this is going, where <laughs> with Powerhouse and Starks, with, with Lee coming out to be with Swerve. Uh, that's me just fucking murdering. Yeah, those are good guards. match. That's going to be a cool matchup for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this will be fun thing. But yeah, the, the the only way out of it was was some fuckery somewhere. Yeah. Uh, because either guy Starks is is too over and too good, and Swerve's right there, too new and super over. Yeah. Only way out of this is to is to have people love some Ricky bullshit Starks. involved. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm high on Ricky. Starks. Yeah, he's fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, I will say again, and I said this last week, Jericho and commentary needs it to knock knock it the fuck off. Agreed. Uh, pick what you want to be and be it. Yeah. Uh, because you're not helping yourself because you're trying to be funny, cool. Everybody love me, Jericho and commentary. But then you come out on the very next show and you're like, don't cheer me. I'm an asshole. So G- yeah. GFY. Oh, God. I saw somebody last night say, I'm like, man, Jericho made it work. Yeah. I was like, what fucking world are you yeah, in? That's just Sean Ross Sapp or whatever. Shit. Yeah, bullshit. Um, Got it. So here. speaking of dynamite, dynamite. Um, my first note here is mm-hmm. you're not going to have a choice but to turn the acclaimed face. Yeah, you you don't have a choice. Okay, that crowd went nuts. For yeah, them last super night. popular. Uh, as everybody, as they say, everybody yeah. loves the acclaimed. Right. Kind of shocked it wasn't Bowens versus Punk though. Yes. Surprised they gave it to uh, Caster. I I think they. Gotta you gotta be even Stevens and sure. you know you gave Bowens mocks didn't you no who did yeah you that Bowen? was a while ago yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I go even Stevens I think Caster's not as good as Bowens Bowens is definitely the the worker uh, I was shocked at the Will Smith Chris Rock joke in his wow. rap oh my god what a who how timely um, of course. Yeah. Like, so we said I came to see what Saturday Night Live makes terribly unfunny about right it this week. <laughs> right. Um, I'll tell you what the there was a an amazing pile driver at the end of this. Dude, I literally have written here pile driver. It was amazing. <laughs> like, it was fantastic. I love the fact that like so somebody compared it this way. They go, Punk is really like using just like 1980s wrestling, mm-hmm. and that's all he's doing. Right. Yeah. He's just using 80s wrestling moves. Nothing fucking incredibly flashy. Right. Like sure, go to sleep. And, Sure, Anaconda Vice. Right, for finishes. But like, he, yeah, he's right. Not doing, he's like, remember what, what he was just using body slams mm-hmm. and how like effective it was? Right. Um, but yeah, the pile driver, and then didn't have to do the go to sleep one with the Anaconda right. Vice. Yeah. Thought that was cool. Yep. Um, still wants that goddamn belt. Yeah. I thought it was a good promo we cut afterwards. Yeah, I thought it was funny on commentary where Excalibur was like, some people said that the that the <laughs> the motion he made was for the dog collar match, but yeah. really it was for the call out hangman. I was like, fuck you, Excalibur. I was like, oh, somebody was listening last week. Fuck you, Excalibur, week. you son of a... You, ma- you masked man, as William Regal <laughs> calls you. Say masked man. Say masked man. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, you dummy, you. You messed that up last week because you were genuinely, genuinely confused. Yep, he was... Dude, uh, but yeah, he, you know, calling for the belt. Thought the promo was good. Yeah, punks, punks on a good level. He's yeah. on a fucking roll, he is. man. Yes. Um, somebody said like it seems like his mind for wrestling is as sharp as it's ever been. Yeah, like he knows how to structure a match. And right. I like, mean, he's not he, that he never did before, 
but it seems like it's right. almost like a well, like a breath of fresh air as like a less is more. Right. I think I think he's purposely trying to do a little less physically because he has to. Sure. Right. He's up there. Uh, and I think he's got enough years in the business that people say, well, he walked away for seven years. You know, what's wrestling he probably thought about in those seven uh-huh. years, <laughs> you know, or even if he wasn't watching it, but he was like, you know, what about this to this or that? I could try he's this to wrestling. this or what's going to work. What works? What does this, you know, all that sort of stuff. Plus on a show like AEW, and this isn't a shot at, at AEW in any way is just doing 80 style offense Makes you stand the fuck out. It sure does. Because everybody else is doing big spots and crazy shit. Yeah. Punk comes in and does a body slam and it looks a million fucking times different. Yeah. You know, we're on the case now where like two of their top guys both use a Fujiwara arm bar. Yeah. You know, like you're seeing, you know, you're seeing a lot of people doing a lot of the same fucking moves. Uh, you know, and so he shows up and does a couple things here and there that are old school, that are simpler. It makes them look unique on, on a show like this. It yeah. makes them stand out, especially if you position it right. Like, I know this is the first thing on the show, but like if you position CM Punk wrestling in between top flight and the bucks and stuff, then he's going to look wildly different. Yeah. So smart. It's smart though, because uh, it's two weeks in a row. First thing you hear is that his music crowd right. goes fucking yeah, crazy. Right. So man, I don't know. I'm loving this run. That's yeah, for sure. For um, sure. Next match, Moxley versus Jay Lethal. Yeah. Tell you what, dude. I thought this was fucking great. Uh, uh, as much as it pains me to say this, I thought this was a really good match. Moxley was uh, laying his fucking yeah. shit in. Right. I saw somebody online say uh, to that, uh, like, God damn it, Jay Lethal, stop having good matches because Tony Khan's going to book you then. <laughs> uh, and I kind of agree with that. You know, that's whatever. But it was a really good match. Um, yeah. I was surprised by it because I was, like, a little tuned out. I was like, okay. I'm like, Lethal's getting fed to the dogs here. Uh, and essentially he did, uh, but I was like, I th- see, I thought it was very competitive. It was a very competitive match, but you know, it's still he's not going to lose to Mox. No, but Mox, uh, dude, but it, it pulled me in. It was a really good match. Roast that yeah. lariat he hit. Oh yes. man, John Mox yeah. is a mean motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, uh, before that match, really quick, we saw the the FTR Scott Hall like gear in the back. Oh, is this when it was? Okay. Yeah, it was before this match. With, with- uh, MJF and I just I just want to say that MJF has threatened us all for next week and I I, for the first time I might have a serious issue with MJF Uh, he laid down a threat to uh, to the fans uh, in in this promo before the CM Punk match and it upset me what was it I don't remember he promised us that next week on Dynamite Sean Spears will be wrestling oh boy Uh, and I took that as a threat uh, and I took that personal yeah because that dude sucks that's unfortunate as a human being and as a wrestler uh, so I'm sure we can figure out because we're on to the FTR versus the Ass Boys match. Well, I what's just have happen. here uh, Marina Shafir question mark. Yes. It was one of those again. Oh, wait, I forgot that she's there now. But, so somebody, I don't know who it was, Sean Ross Sapp or somebody was like, oh my God, Marina Shafir has signed with AEW. And I'm like, yeah, in December. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago. She's been working dark, I guess. Right. Yeah. So and she's she's the problem, Marina Shafir. Sure. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. FTR versus Ass Boys. Um, this was basically FTR as working babyface. Right. The whole time. Yeah. Crowd was fucking going nuts for mm-hmm. him. Chanting the ass boys, hot tags. Yeah. Um, I like FTR and I'm not afraid to admit it. Now. That's fine. You I really right do. Ahead. I think they're fucking great. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people are just, you know, they don't like them as people yeah. or they don't like, you know, their in-ring shit. I don't know, dude. I, I think, think they're their fu- in-ring stuff I think they're great. fucking great. I yeah. really do. I think their in-ring stuff is really good. Uh, I just think outside of the ring, they're a little too far up their own assholes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that, but also 
they love Bret Hart. And if you love Bret Hart, well, I kind of love you. That's true. Um, yeah, at the end, well, this is where Waterloo comes out in the middle of the match. Yes. And I thought he was going to kill the, This was the most interesting thing in the match because it's the ass boys. That poor goddamn security guard who was supposed to get powerbombed through a table and right. his spine just jerked. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, I was shocked that the the people at like in the front rows left those Wardlow like banned from the from the arena signs. <laughs> yeah, because like I'd scoop all those fucking things up. Sure. They'd be up on eBay real quick. Yeah, uh, I cannot wait for him to fucking murder MJF. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, that's I what they're doing. He's gonna kill him. Cannot right. wait. Right. Um, and I did enjoy. MJF, when Billy Gunn was up on the apron, Dr. Dragon said, get this show dad out of here. <laughs> that made me giggle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after the match, FTR, like MJF comes down, tries to raise their hand. They start pushing him and shoving right. him. Like, like, yo, we told you this award was our boy. Yep. This ain't between us. Right. And the crowd's going fucking nuts for FTR. Yeah. Like, so I think uh, down the, I don't know. I think that turn is going to be yeah. soon. Yeah. I think so. Especially with the matches and like, the promos that they've been setting where uh, Dax was just like, listen, he goes, I just love professional wrestling. Right. Well, they lost their heel manager. Yeah. And that's how you get them over. So, right. As, as baby mm-hmm. faces. Just in For that sure. company. If you love wrestling, the crowd loves you. Right. More on that later. Um, they announced Lee, uh, yeah, Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs for Rampage. Mm-hmm. So can't wait for that. Yeah. Little that's, fight. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, next thing I have here is. The real drip god in professional wrestling, Daniel Garcia. Yeah. With his backwards Kango hat uh-huh. and his chain and his tucked in wife beater. That's so weird. Looking like a million bucks. Right. Yeah. Um, so this whole like Kingston and Santana she's coming back and the, mm-hmm. they're getting the beat down. I Kingston love fist bumps a kid. That was such a cool clip. And then yeah. like even like as Kingston walks by still gnawing at Jericho. Like, you see the kids bump his fist uh-huh. like fuck yeah. That was cool. Eddie's yeah. for the kids. Um, but, like, I don't know. I get the numbers game and uh-huh. them getting taken advantage of. Sure. Like, uh, I don't know who's going to team up with Kingston and Santana. Uh, is anybody? Yeah. Like, you know, somebody's going to have to to even the odds, right? Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, you just, I think you can, I, I don't know that it makes a ton of sense to do that. For Eddie's character, you know, I think Santana and Ortiz are enough friends for him. Because uh, you're not going to do mocks. You no. know what I mean? Not right now. No. Um, but, like, I think you, you rely on sort of the the match stipulations to let it happen. Keep keep King and Santana and Ortiz ultra baby face by them fighting from underneath the whole time until mm-hmm. you get Jericho, Garcia, and somebody, or Jericho and 2.0 alone. Okay. Kind of thing. Jake Hager in a shark cage kind of thing, uh, which where they should put him so he doesn't eat another fucking mad ball to the face like he did in this one because he fucking, he ate all that he mad ball. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I was like, he's going to be spitting out chiclets. Yeah. I thought he was over. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, you want I think for now at least it works at because the fans are going to go fucking banana for eddie all the time well, dude look at when he came through and, the curtain that push was going right nuts for him. and with jericho they're always going to cheer him and yeah. he's going to oh he's only going to half-ass the heel stuff because he still wants to sell merch and stuff sure so like if you have jericho using the numbers game to continually beat them down without eddie and santana ortiz ever turning the tides it keeps jericho because you have to counterbalance him to heal 
extra, right? Yeah. So doing that counterbalances it to keep Eddie extra babyface and maybe convince some people to actually start to boo Jericho. Yeah, I could see that. Um, next thing I have, Hot Goldberg. Yeah, Hot Goldberg all the way. Just Hot Goldberg. All the way. Uh, just uh, becoming an all-timer Twitter follow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh was an all-timer Instagram man, follow. Man alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, poor Marina Shafir. She gets her first real AEW match. And she's going to get the shit kicked what out of her. What if that Marina Shafir beat her? No. Could you imagine? No. Oh, I'd be so fucking mad. No. She's got at least at least 97 more wins in her before she gives up that belt. Man, hot Goldberg. All the way. <sighs> Me oh my. Wild stuff. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. uh, and like, you know, she's. I think she's... Uh, Sadly, and I like Marky, but I think she's starting to move away from needing him a little bit. I think they can. She's spin definitely that gotten out. better on the mic. Yeah, I love all the time that. Went, and Tony cut the shit. Cut the shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she had like her baddie section, and uh, yeah, she's. It's interesting to watch her tweet uh, stuff like and get all get all these women to send her pictures and retweet and be like, come to the show, like come be my baddie yeah. section. Uh, women get let's get like women fans involved in wrestling just by a couple of tweets and a promo on TV as opposed to charging them fifty dollars a month. <laughs> I knew that's where that fucking <laughs> fifty dollars a year, whatever the Look fuck. Look what it is. she did in like a week on right. Twitter that brand could right. pull off. Right, at all. right. Who told that bitch it was open mic night? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's 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 super interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw today Isaiah Cassidy was like, man, thank you, Jade Cargill. Finally, we got hot-ass women at the show. And Daniel Garcia was like, amen to that. Yeah, fucking nuts. Oh, man. I saw something, and I don't know that it's fucking true at all. It's because I brought up Brandy. Uh, I'm sure it's just somebody ribbing him, but somebody uh, posted somewhere like a couple weeks ago about how Brandy was going to be in the WWE, uh, and they were going to change her name to Opal. And people and Opal? Opal. And people didn't get it. And I was like, I get it. Sapphire. Opal's another gemstone. It'd be be Cody's Sapphire. Uh, But that's not going to fucking happen. Who knows? I'll tell you what. uh, I'll be be shocked if Cody Rhodes wrestles on WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, all right. So hold on. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's. All right. Zirconium. (laughs) No. God damn it. So you'd be shocked if Cody's wrestling that you all right, so you I'll said, be shocked if he actually wrestles on Mania. Why yeah. is that? I just don't I don't think one, I don't think it's the right time. I think he debuts afterwards. Uh and I, I, I think that he's gonna be a little bit pickier with what he does try to be as picky as possible with what he does. And I don't I don't know that he's gonna be that into just a last minute week before Mania getting thrown in. You don't think so? No. I think they want him to, but I don't know that he will. Unless okay. you turn your phone around and prove to me that Cody Rhodes is going to be on Mania no, right no, now. No, I'll be shocked. Okay. I think it's a better impact, a smarter thing if he shows up at the Raw afterwards. All right. I could see I could see that if WrestleMania was still one day. Yeah. Because that matches on Saturday. Right. So I think you need enough stuff to space out people to tune in both days. Yeah. Maybe. Um. I think you do Seth Rollins versus the greatest striker the WWE has ever seen in the Shane returning Shane McMahon. Could you fucking imagine? If that doesn't I, happen. If that happens, because I'm probably going to be watching live. That yeah. happens, if you get a phone call from me, okay. be prepared to put me on speaker because you're just going to hear <laughs> laughter. Uh, and uh, I think uh, 
that if they don't, if they if they do it, do it a different way, I think they should have Shane McMahon come on and do some sort of take on when he bought WCW out from under his dad. Uh, but he's like bringing in Cody, like you know, oh, do like a something like that, like you know, you wanted me, but I brought in a guy, you know, blah blah blah, and run some dumb shit. Because Seth Rollins said uh, this week about how he thinks it's lame that that the other companies mentioned the WWE and it's that, desperate. That's just Seth pushing the company, line. right? That's all, right? I, like, no, I I agree. Know, I understand the the response it's supposed to elicit. Yeah. Uh, but just be a little bit self-aware. Because it, it did, no, right. it did absolutely. a response. Absolutely. Like he got what he wanted. Yeah, I understand you know? it completely. I never for a second was like, oh, this is his yeah. genuine thought on no. things. Uh, you know. They, yeah, I so I don't know. Um, all right, so back to Dynamite yes. here. Uh, Brian Danielson, Wheeler, Yuta. Yes, with Regal on commentary. I love Regal on commentary. Yeah. he. I think him and Excalibur already have like a good mm-hmm. r- like rapport with each other. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Shivani and Mr. Ross. I yes. love that. Did you listen to him on Jericho? No, I didn't, I didn't either. I gotta think. I gotta Doug remember. Doug said that. to listen because he said it's yeah. It's great. I gotta remember to put yeah. it up. To um, plug it in. We were you as a fucking star. Yeah, we listen. We there's made. You have to think. Last night, okay, you're in Columbia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like an like an A town for AEW. Not no. your New Yorks or Florida's right. or Chicago's. And you does not like attached to the that town in any way. That crowd was chanting for him like yeah. the whole time mm-hmm. over Brian Danielson. Yeah, uh, like holy yeah. shit! And then they go out and have a fucking bang. Great match. Yep. Um, super technical. Mm-hmm. Danielson beating the shit out of him. Yuta was laying shit in. Right. I love it because Danielson the, loves it. Slipped out of the cattle mutilation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the spit into Brian Danielson. Oh, that was face. too much spit. Was, oh, that's in my that notes. That was too great. much. That was gross. Fuck it. That was awful. Show that disrespect. I would have vomited all over that ring. (laughs) (laughs) You you could not produce enough spit fast enough to make it as disgusting as that was. It was a lot of spit. Wheeler Yuta was walking around and people were like, why aren't you talking today? He's like, I have all the spit in my mouth for my match later. Yeah. It was awful. Uh, And I love that. Regal was just silent during that whole ending stretch. Yeah. And even Skyward said, he goes, Mr. Regal, I think your silence speaks volumes. Yeah. Because I think you're going to see Yuta join up with them. Yeah, definitely. Maybe at the Ring of Honor show, because Yuta's wrestling on that. Interesting, yeah. Oh, I'd love it if Danielson, like, showed up there. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cool. Um, all right, next thing I have, uh, I'm happy I got to see Kyle O'Reilly play Eric Guitar again. Yeah. That made me happy. What was the thing with him not being able to, like, cut the promo or whatever? Uh, so either A, he was too drunk. Okay. Or B, he was playing off his diabetes. Okay. And he's like, because I had too much sugar, I needed to lay down. Weird. It was like a weird fucking thing. Super like, weird. Like, watching it, I go, oh, that was real bad. Yeah. But then people started making it a meme of him, like the picture of him laying with his like head between yeah. his knees. And they're like, all right, I kind of like yeah. that. And they're like, oh, this is my energy now. Okay. Uh, but it was, it was weird. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know. It just feels like, listen, I love Hangman. Mm-hmm. I really like Adam Cole. Yeah. But, I don't know, the whole, like, hey, we stole your belts yeah. thing just never did anything I, for me. I'm glad that it's over. I like that it was for a week or whatever. Yeah, I wonder when the blow-off's going to be. I don't know. They'd have to save it for a big show. Maybe, like, one of those Battle of the Belt shows or some shit like Maybe, that. Maybe, because, I mean, Heyman comes out in a fucking Tesla, so. That, was that here? That was weird. Yeah. I get it, like the anxious millennial sure. cowboy, and he's right. driving a Tesla because he's conscious. And right, he's wearing a V neck. Yeah, but like, right, 
That was weird. Are Teslas really that environmentally safe when the guy who owns the company got all his money from blood diamond mines? Anyway. Uh, well, um, that's for another podcast. It certainly is. <laughs> uh, so next thing here was, uh, hey, we actually gave Thunder Rosa time to talk. Oh, we did. And uh, she but cut the, a good fucking promo. Yes. Yeah, she did. Uh, she stumbles a little. I think you know her English is her second language, so she. Yeah. I think I think letting it like flow off the top of her dome gives her a little bit of fits, but it was a good promo. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the fans cheered her. I think. Sure. Sadly, they got it. They're putting a bit of a rehab mode kind of like we got to build this up because the that nyla promo from last week fucking stunk that was bad uh and continues to stink we'll talk about that in a second well yeah because then vicky comes on screen you can't hear a word yeah this is is after the next match vicky comes out but yeah we can talk about it here what was the next match the bunny tony storm happened oh was that was that in between oh okay uh yeah so the first match for the owen hart uh foundation cup the owen cup uh, no it was a qualifier oh it was a qualifier it's, it's oh, the okay. winner gets into the tournament oh i like it even more than yes like a king of the ring qualifier back right. when they used to do that not yes. just everybody's in it right ah i like that yeah because yeah the finals are going to be a revolution at the end of may okay so we got a lot of time to play we'll with this here i like for sure that. yeah this is a qualifier because yeah. they're not putting bunny anywhere near anything significant Ooh. uh Tony storm right and they had teased the signing was going to get signed immediately yeah, uh, I was I was fingers fingers crossed for Willow Nightingale because uh, I know that that's I, I imagine that's going to happen in a bit. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just honestly I hadn't thought of Tony Storm at all. I'm super happy. I think it's a great. I, I just I hadn't thought of it because I was like, oh, she's doing the OnlyFans. I don't know what she's doing in wrestling or whatever, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, it's a great signing. Great Absolutely. signing. She's she awesome. Phenomenal. She looked great. Yeah. Yeah. She, she lost all that weight that Vince wrongly <sighs> told her to lose. Dude, Fucking asshole. It just it it, it made me happy because she's one of those. Who's just like, you know what, WWE, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm out of here. Right. And yep. they said, okay. Yeah. Like, right. it sucks they won't do it for Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. But for her, she goes, nah, you know what, I don't well, I don't need this. Yeah. I don't fucking like this. Like, right. I'm, I'm out of here. Yep. And I'll go write my ticket elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck if yeah. it's doing only fans, if it's working, if she goes, works Japan, works AEW, like. Right. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want, and I'm, I'm gonna be happy. Right, and it's a great signing. I think so and, too. Uh, she's she's a heck of a talent. Yeah, Tony Storm, and awesome. uh, only a matter of time before she's in a bunkhouse match. Well, like I God did, intended. Did tweet that out about her God, and Jamie like, Hader. Like God intended. That's what we need. It's a lot of there's a lot of opponents that she can face in a in a, in a proper hot, hot Goldberg in a proper bunkhouse yes. match. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, Jamie Hader versus Sky Blue this weekend on a okay. rampage. Yeah. Bunkhouse quality. Okay. So. Roll tight on that. Yeah. Uh, so, next thing I have is just the main event. Well, let's talk that Vicky promo really quick. Oh, Vicky comes out. You can't understand a fucking thing she's saying. They shouldn't let her fucking talk anyway after the abomination of a, yeah. of a thing last night. And I saw people online talking about how genuinely funny a person Nyla Rose is, like, off camera. She has a good Twitter. Her right. Twitter's very good. And, like, like, she doesn't need Vicky, so it's weird that they're doing this. Yeah. And, like, I know they wanted to be, like, the silent, strong type, and it doesn't work. But I'm just going to say this. Nyla gets the microphone, and the first words out of her mouth are Thun Turd Rosa. Ew, really? She uh, calls her Thun Turd. She says, Listen here, Thun Turd Rosa. And I'm like, No. <laughs> that ain't it, dog. That's not it. What about Abracadabra, bitch? Uh, not. Nope. What? Come on, it worked for the Juggernaut. <laughs> worked for Steve Miller Band. Oh, uh, Jesus. No, wait. That was, was that? Yeah, that was Steve Miller Band. Uh, yeah, no, just not, mm-mm. 
Yeah. Mm-mm. And Nyla's going to go, and she's going to lose to Thunder Rosa. And she does have a funny Twitter, though. Right. And then sit in the back and wait for the title to change and then get the, be the first challenger for when the title changes. Yeah. Uh, main event. Yes. Uh, Andrade versus Darby. Yes. Um, Beefy uh, Andrade. We're talking dude, about, talking about your, Zack Sabre putting on weight. Andrade's fucking yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. It's all them push-ups he does on those boats. Yes. Yeah, he's on that totally natural, non-synthetic Buddy Matthews diet. Yeah, right. It's vegan. They're, They're training together. Right. They, you know, that's right. all. Um, he's a monster. And I'll tell you what. I uh, I often forget how fucking good he is because we don't see him wrestle that much. Yeah, and yeah. he's one of those guys where it's like I don't know if you need to see him wrestle all the time. No, but man, is he fucking just good. naturally smooth. Yeah, yep. Everything about mm-hmm. him is is great. Yeah. Dar, I mean, of course, you have a guy like Darby. Darby's gonna kill himself for for you right. in Absolutely. a match. You know, like you do whatever you want. Darby's like, sure, yeah. let's do it. You know? For sure. Um, he was tossing Darby around like a fucking rag doll. Yeah. I love that slap exchange that they had. Yeah. Like they rocked each other. Mm-hmm. That was real good. Yeah. That uh that crucifix off the top rope was fucking yeah. crazy. The what did he powerbomb Darby onto the steps or he suplexed him onto the steps? Where the steps like they were up on their yeah. side where they bent. Yeah. Oh yep. my god, it was nuts. Yeah. Like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Um I I thought this match was a I thought it was really good. Ton yeah. of fun. Absolutely. Man. Uh, For like a, a supposed to be mid card feud, like right. this shit yeah. was awesome. Well, because the the people ancillarily involved, and I like Butcher a lot and Blade. Uh, but like this is the this is the main event of this thing. This is what you want to see. This is the match we've been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, and you know I like the finish because Darby loses. Yep. Because he's too concerned with what's going on outside the ring yep. and not what's going on inside of it. And that's a nice play on his character because he's always coming to Sting's aid. Always. He's always hitting the people outside the ring with his dives and stuff because they look cool as shit and they're over. But this time it bit him in the ass because Andrade wasn't concerned with what was going no. on out there. What was going on outside the ring didn't didn't spill into the ring. Yep. But Darby stuck his nose into it and it cost him. And I like yeah. that. That's smart. Yeah. It's it's a good character play because, yeah. like you said, Darby's always concerned with Sting. Sting's right. always concerned with Darby. You know, like right. they don't give a fuck about the match; they care mm-hmm. about like each other. Right. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, and then <laughs> and my favorite fucking thing in the world happens: the Hardy Boys come out, uh-huh. they clear house, and Mark Quinn eats fucking shit <laughs> on a swanton, man. Jeff Hardy. Throwing shoot swantons like yeah. Lacey Evans used to throw shoot moon salts <laughs> at people. I live for this. Yeah, now. he crushed that motherfucker. He did. He did. Uh, I got so hyped up when right. it happened. So the <laughs> right before. So here's the funniest thing about the Hardy Boys is that they come down and like Matt's got a chair, right? And like Jeff is still like dancing, but Matt's got a chair, and he gets in the ring, and there's like four dudes in the ring that are gonna square him down, but he has a chair, so like the wrestling, sure. the, the other dudes bail out because nobody wants to get hit by the chair, yeah, right? Of course. But Matt Hardy takes thirty million years to stand up from his <laughs> from from his knees, yeah. so like the guys are just waiting while he like slides in the ring with the chair, leaves the chair on the ground while he stands up, bends down, picks up the chair, and holds the chair, and then they all bail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is funny watching the old man, like the old men, try to run down that ramp because yeah. Sting too. Right. The only thing that stopped Sting running was the ring. Yeah, he, yeah right. He just he just bodied the side yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so and Jeff Hardy has come out about the Swanton and said like he has a bad back because he would do the Swanton and do do like hips and back on he the mat. He took the punishment. Yeah. So now he's like, I'm doing it this other way, <laughs> which is you're taking the punishment. Yes. Fucking deal with it because oh, your it. your internal organs are softer than a ring. Yeah. And yes. you're just gonna have to fucking live with that on their final run. Yeah. Um. I know. 
a lot of like safety police came out about it. Sure. I saw a few people were like, uh, accounts like, man, I think it's time Jeff hangs up the swanton. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should do it anymore. Mm. And to that, I say, fuck you. <laughs> Jeff Hardy can do whatever he wants. Okay. Listen, I'm not, and I'm not even the biggest Jeff Hardy fan. Right, he's never been my dude. I'll tell you what, though. All right, so here's a little tidbit. Uh, the other night, I was like, way to bed, kind of just flipping through Pluto TV. Okay. Thank you for showing me this. Absolutely. Check it out. And there's an Use impact. code Mortis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's an Impact Wrestling channel. And on it, they had back in, like, they were showing something from 2010, I believe, when they had Jeff Hardy as the heel champ. Okay. And I forgot about that. All right. And how it fucking worked. Yeah. And I liked Jeff Hardy as a heel. Yeah. Because he's never, never done it. I didn't forget about that because you can't forget something that you've never seen. It was actually good. Yeah. Like, yeah, he like cut his hair shorter and like, okay. it was actually like, I remember, yeah. I, I, I was coming back to my watch again. And I go, man, I remember how fucking good okay. this was. Right. Um, but dude, throw all the shoot swantons you want. Yeah. I right. know Dwicky said, he's like, oh, he almost didn't get over and I was concerned about him breaking his neck. He didn't. So you know what? We're good. Keep throwing them. I'm fucking here for it. I've always been concerned about the swanton with someone not get not turning all the way over. It's very. It's always been like nerve wracking to me. He um, does it. Yeah. Listen, it's not a shanton bomb like Sean O'Hare used to Ooh, throw. Oh well. Man, I love Sean O'Hare. Hey, I really do. You do. Um, all right. So that was the wrestling that Oof. we yeah. watched. It know, was this week. Yes. Um, let's talk about our watch list, though. Yes, watch list. Yes. So uh, due to me watching DDT. And due to DDT, I watched the DDT. Did you? Yeah, remember we talked oh, about yeah, it? I watched, yeah. I watched the tag match. Yeah. Um, so due to us watching DDT. Yeah, that's right. I'll give you your credit. Put some respect in your I'll, mouth. I'll give you the clout that you want. Thanks, pal. <laughs> I am just a clout, clout chaser. The clout chaser. I just clout, chase German clout. people. <laughs> Are you German? Get over here. And then I just run. And then you eat their wiener schnitzel. That's weird. <laughs> hey, that's a little too it. suggestive. You I'm said not, it. I didn't say it. You thought it. That's true. You felt it. That, not yet, but hopefully <laughs> yeah. someday. Oh, baby. Uh, so we watched Junakiyama match. Louses of the world slide in. Slide in what? The DMs. Mm-hmm. First. <laughs> I'm going to treat you like a slip and slide. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we're watching. <laughs> this was a great last show, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This, this has been At Odds with Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> um, so, All Japan Pro Wrestling. We watched Junaki Ama matches, for fuck's sake. Uh, so, the first match I watched from February 27th of t- yeah. the year 2000. Okay. From All Japan Excite Series, Junaki Ama versus Mitsuharu Masao. Ah, I also watched this one first. All right, good. Yes. Um, and I'm very curious to hear your thoughts at the end of this. Okay. Of what you like the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'll spoil This was the best match for me. Okay. I thought Akiyama has never looked better. Yeah. Um, Masawa's selling the neck mm-hmm. was sick. Yes. Dude, taking the knee drop, like the Akiyama knee drop from the apron to the neck on the outside is just like gross. Um, Akiyama just uh, having to deal with Masawa being a grumpy dick and mm-hmm. dropping knees on his nose and busting his nose. And like springboard kicking him in the face mm-hmm. and just drop kicking him in the face. Yeah. 
Um, Masawa getting goddamn head dumped. Yeah. Um, Akiyama throwing exploders and Masawa just popping up just to eat another exploder. Yeah. Um, I thought this was fucking awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this is this is great. This is uh, this is the third ranked match. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, when you go in cage match again, not because it's right, because it's easy. Uh, all three of these matches are five star matches. Yeah. This one isn't my favorite. Okay. We'll explain in a second. But I want to set the stage on this match for a little bit. This is three months before Masawa quits all Japan. Yeah. This is the end. This of, is six months Japan. before Noah's first show. Yeah. Misawa has no regard for his own health. Nope. Zero. It is watching back these matches, and I've watched a ton of Misawa matches. Sure. Uh, we're going to talk about all the pillars here coming up. Uh, it is no surprise at all that Misawa died in the wrestling ring. Yeah. Because he's pushing that limit every match. This is, yeah, every match you know, is he in, dies right. over a decade later in the ring. Like, it is a miracle that, like... He literally is pr- pressing his luck with everything he fucking does. Yeah. Um. There's a d- there's a drop toehold onto the guardrail that was awful. Mm-hmm. Like I just like Masawa just takes it on the neck. Like he doesn't put his hands up. He just eats it on the fucking throat. Uh. There's exploders on the apron, which we all know is the hardest part of the ring. Of course. Uh. And then Masawa decides he's going to start no selling exploders and just taking multiples. Uh. The there's a brain buster at the end where the crowd goes fucking nuts, nuts over NVTS nuts, nuts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then an exploder at the end. Uh, this is a goddamn wrestling match. Uh, this is, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about the, about because we watch these matches and we talk about the end. But like, you know, I, I like to rank and re-rank and rearrange my pillar rankings all the time. Sure. Uh, and I will say that. Uh, this match is great, and Misawa deserves all the praise he has ever gotten in professional wrestling. But this match, I think, did more for Akiyama than it did for Misawa. I I agree, and that's why I said I think this was the best yeah. I've ever seen Akiyama look. Yeah. Ever. It's just here. It's the best right. I've it's, ever fucking seen him. It's, it's amazing, and, you know, kind of never got a true spotlighted run. Uh, everything was kind of cut short later in, throughout his career or relegated to tag teams, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, never, you know, they're surrounded by four dudes that were always going to be above him, sure. sadly. Sadly. Uh, but, agree. yeah, this was this was awesome. This, yeah. is a, this is a fucking wrestling match. It's so And good. I hope you all watched it. Yeah. Uh, the second ranked match. Uh, yes. July 10th, 2004, from Noah Departure, mm-hmm. well, uh, from the Tokyo Dome. Yes. Jun Akiyama versus Kenta Kobashi. Uh, so I will spoil. This is my favorite one. I knew uh, this was good. Uh, it's Kobashi. He's my favorite yeah. Japanese wrestler of all time. Uh, and as much as I love Masawa, uh, and again, Masawa deserves all the praise, and I will 100% agree that Masawa is the best wrestler out of the pillars, but Kobashi is my favorite. <laughs> So, all right, real quick. Well, yes. all right, no, no, we'll save it to the end. We'll right. save it to the end. So, this one's cool. So, 2004, I'm going to set the stage before we talk about this match also. So, in 2003 and 2004, Kenta Kobashi wins the Observer Wrestler of the Year. Yeah. And then this, so Kobashi's the champ here of mm-hmm. Noah. This is the middle of his 735-day run as Noah champion. Yeah. Still unmatched in that company. Uh, and this... Uh, for me, all the fucking stars. 
Yeah, so this match, uh, that year won Tokyo Sports Match yeah. of the Year. Right. The Observer 2004 Match of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people make jokes about Tokyo Dome and all this shit. Sure. It's just, it's such like a, a huge venue. And yeah. it makes things feel bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had like that that atmosphere of like, this is yeah. fucking huge right, right. now. Um, that suplex off the apron to the floor. Where Kabashi spits up blood afterwards, dude, yes. was one of the fucking gnarliest things. Nobody takes that. Ever. It's insane. Like, there's nobody, nobody is safe there. Right, <laughs> like, no. They're just both just right. taking the brunt. Right, there's no way to take that safely. They both take the brunt. Whenever you see people do, and rightfully fucking so. Again, this is my favorite wrestling, maybe of all time. Uh, No, no sane professional wrestler would be doing these, these kind of bumps, right? Yeah. Uh, but he, he spits up blood afterwards because now you would see it and they would just they would pick the guy up for the suplex and just throw him off the apron. These guys take an actual both take a bump off the fucking apron. It's insane. Uh, and then they follow it up with an exploder for off the second rope to the floor, dude. So here here here's my thought about about this, and I think this may be why this I I didn't have this as my first one. Mm-hmm. The punishment and the shit. That Kenta Kobashi does mm-hmm. is so fucking perfect. Yes, that I feel it made Akiyama <laughs> look lesser. Sure, this um, is this is, uh, and that's like the the Masala match, match is Akiyama's match. This that's is Akiyama's Kobashi's match. match. This is yeah. Kobashi. Right. Like Akiyama, I, I don't want to say it felt like Akiyama was on, along for the ride here, right? But it's hard not to when you're against Kenta Kobashi. Right. It's it's. You know, it's still great, and he's great in it, but it, this wasn't his showcase. This is – it's one of the best challenges Kobashi has ever had in any of any any part of his career. Yeah. But this was this was Kobashi on a, on a god-tier run as the champ, the most beloved yeah. wrestler in the country, carrying the company. This is – it's Kobashi's it, match. You know, it's tough because, you know, they're having their chop forearm exchange. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, oh, look at Kobashi. Yeah. Kabashi throwing those like chops to the neck, Kabashi. Yeah. Um, Kabashi busting out the fucking moonsault. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Orange crush. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Burning hammer. Right. Perfect. Right. And it goes like I, I look at it and I just go, it's kind of Kabashi. Right. And but then I realize, oh, he had to bust out the burning hammer because he couldn't because he couldn't beat him. Away. Right. Burning hammer super finisher. And, yeah. That's like you don't kick out. Right. And. I look at that and go, oh, Akiyama was that fucking dude. Yep. But it's, t- I, I've been like, I watched the match and I, the whole time I just struggled with mm-hmm. it. Because I just kept watching Kenta Kobashi. <laughs> right. the whole, and I, it's like nothing yeah. to take away from Akiyama. Sure. But man, Kobashi was just maybe right. the best professional wrestler of all time. Right. I, and that's and that's the thing. Like he's, to me, he's the best Japanese wrestler. He's my number two. Like he is, he's the dude. Uh, and he just he takes punishment. He's he's bigger than all of them. Like which is which is a, adds a dynamic to this sort of stuff. But so they do the they do the machine the most machine gun corner chops ever, followed by th- the spinning chop, the back fist chop yeah. thing. Uh, the there's a a brainbuster late in this match. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone take a brainbuster like Akiyama takes a brainbuster. Dude, it was so fucked up because I felt like his feet hit the mat before his head did. <laughs> right, <laughs> and he crazy. takes it on his shoulders. Yeah, it's insane. 
Like it's like Brain Busters. It's just a little bit of a, of yeah. a, a little bit more of a drop than a suplex, <laughs> and he takes it like I, I don't know. It's insane. Folded. Absolutely like. <laughs> insane. And then like the finishing, the finishing spot is just exploder dragon suplex, exploder dragon suplex, exploder dragon suplex, exploder dragon yeah. suplex. And like holy shit, these aren't easy bumps. No. These are big guys. This far into a match too. Right. And it's July in Tokyo mm-hmm. in the dome. So every strike exchange, the sweat's right. flying. Yeah, off they the look boom. like they just went swimming afterwards. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is my favorite match. Not, but I'll agree with you. Not the best. Uh, and again, he looks fucking amazing. But the Masawa match is more of a, of a of an Akiyama showcase, and that might very well be because Masawa knew he was leaving all Japan and doesn't know who's coming with him or whatever. Sure. Uh, you know, or even if he is leaving at this point, but probably taking that sort of well, if I go or when I go. I want to make sure that this guy's set up because he's a he's a fifth pillar to me and every reasonable person. Same, yeah. But he's also a protege. Yeah. Uh, because he's he, just a few years behind. He falls everybody. in that that right that middle like just that weird in between. Right. You know, like I, I don't know, five to ten years younger. Like it's just yeah. it's right in there. Uh. So you know he's uh is fantastic. Yeah. So um. So the final match was. Uh, December 6, 1996, mm-hmm. All Japan Real World Tag League Final. Yeah. Holy Demon Army. Absolutely. Akira Tao and Toshiaki Kawada. Yeah. Going up against Jun Akiyama and Mitsuharu Misawa. Yes. Uh, this is, I think, considered the best tag match of all time. It, One of, if not, it's, it's perfect score. It's fucking tremendous. Right. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I, th- I think it's incredible. Um, the all Japan tag style, yeah, it it does get a little tough because especially yeah. if you're one of those people that, you know, if you get mad about the referee, yeah, there's not, no rules. There's just no rules, right. and everybody's just killing each other. Which me, I'm fine with. Right, it, but if you're not, it if you're walks, like a rule stickler, right, I can see why it, you don't like it. It walks the line also of too much of a good thing. Yes. Uh, and I, again, this match is great. This is. I, this is, you know, the four of the five pillars, if you will. Sure. Um, this is, you know, four of the best wrestlers. Uh, any of these guys can be in anybody's top ten or five and be completely justified in being there. Yeah. Everybody has their favorites. Um, and, uh, you know, they they do all their shit. I don't know how they're not all dead. Uh, it's it's like it's it's a morbid thing, but it's fucking true. Right, it's nuts. It's the truth, it, especially in a match like this where it just devolves into four guys in a ring doing whatever the fuck they want to each yeah. other. There's a spot where they where uh, Misawa and Akiyama line up back to back and literally throw Quada to each other with German suplexes. Yep. Uh, and I, I I will say this right now, you know, uh, I I'm I'm a man that will uh, gladly take a bet and refuse to lose it. Yes, you are. Uh, I am a man that will do, uh, at one point in my life, had very little regard for my own health and safety. You could not pay me money <laughs> to take a br- backdrop from Kawada. No. You could not actually, there is no amount of money you could pay me to stand me across the ring from, from Kawada and say, let him backdrop you. It's not going to fucking happen. They're disgusting. Yeah. And, like, watching this stuff, and I'm like, man, I love this stuff. But I completely understand if people don't. Yeah. Because uh, it's brutal to watch. It's it's brutal. I, and I still sort of marvel at how they were able to do it relatively safely. Because, and I'll say that because, Masao, you know, Masao didn't die in the ring until the 
2010s. So like, you know, like I'm just like, man, like how, how do you continue to move and walk and wrestle? And all these guys wrestled for a very long time after this. Yeah. The Akiyama's still fucking wrestling. Still going. You know, uh, Kobashi's not in this match, but Kobashi and Kwada are still mobile. The Kiritao is still mobile. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I don't either. Um, because they're not small guys. No. You know, like even now, Japanese wrestlers, everybody's kind of slipped back a little bit in size. Wrestling around the world, everybody slips sure. back in size. These guys are monsters. Kobashi's a big fucking dude. Kobashi's you know, huge. Kawada's a big barrel chested dude. Uh, Masao a little smaller because he was a junior when he yeah. came when you know under the tiger mask hood and stuff. Tao Tao is right guy. thin lanky dude wrestles like giant Baba Light. I always thought he wrestled like giant Baba he Light. He like a mini Baba. He does the Baba drop kick. He yeah. like does all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I just I don't. He's the one who takes probably the least amount of disgusting, awful sick bumps. Um, so you know what the fucked up thing in this match is? So. Out of my pillar rankings, I always have Tao at the bottom. Yeah. I even I have Akiyama above Tao. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a Tao Me guy. Me too. Right. I thought Tao looked like a fucking megastar here. Right. So here's the thing. Tao, uh, you know, being at the bottom of the pillars is still really fucking you're good. Still, right? Yeah, you're still uh, a, a god. And yes. I really <laughs> like Akira Tao, and I have for a very long time. Uh and, but my rankings, I, I fuck with my rankings because I put Holy Demon Army over just about everybody. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah I, think, you, I, think, I know you love Holy I think they I mean, work, I love them too. I think you, they work really well together. I think that's where Tao, look, Tao looks the best. I agree. Um, because I think fundamentally he's probably the worst out of those guys. Again, everybody is. Sure. Like nobody is as good as these guys. So like, you know, they're very few. Like, the, it's them and the Musketeers. Like, that's, that's yeah. just who you fucking have. But, like, so Tao at the bottom of the list is, he's at a bottom of the list of great fucking things. Um, but, like, I, I think he works better in a tag team because being not the most sound, smooth guy in the ring, he doesn't need to be. He no. can step in and out. He can, you know, he can let somebody else do the work. And when, you, when you're tagging with a workhorse like Quada, who is fucking amazing, uh, you know, and just probably the nastiest of all of them. Like that's his sort of thing. He's the roughest. Yeah. Uh, so like, I think that's why they work. So I, I put Holy Demon Army. If breaking it down into singles, Tau's always going to be on the bottom. Agreed. Uh, but it, but putting them put if you put Holy Demon Army there, that elevates both Tau and Kawada for me in my rankings. Yeah. Uh, because I just I think they work really fucking well together, and they also at that period of time had really great fucking opponents to work. Of you course, know, absolutely. so you, yeah. you you end up looking like a really good wrestler when you're having a feud with Doc and Gordy. It's just how it fucking yeah. works. Yeah, there's no way so, around it, right? Um, so, like the Tao choke slams off the apron, yeah. I thought were just sickening. Yep. Um, the last ten minutes of Masawa just getting his fucking ass beat. Yeah, and Akiyama trying to make the save, trying just can't. Yep, they just keep cutting them off. Like, yeah, perfect tag team wrestling. And finally, they put Masawa away. Yeah, like. It's, oh. And it's an interesting thing because, like you said, it, it starts off very rules, one in, one out, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It devolves. A lot of stuff on the devolves outside. Quick. It devolves. But then when it's when it's ready to go home, they – they it, yeah. all right, guys, let's button this back up and let's get a finish in here. Yeah. Uh, and it makes it fucking work, man. And, yeah. like, you know, there's – all the a tag partner is always fighting to get in the ring to save somebody always. and they just, you know – 
end up not. You watch Japanese wrestling tag matches still to this day. The finish doesn't happen until one of the tag partners is holding the other one by the ankle so yep. he can't get back in the ring. Yep. <laughs> because otherwise, what's stopping you from getting in the ring? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is the highest rated. I don't agree with it. I, it's still great. It's still five stars. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit more. Your mileage may vary based on how you can handle that sort of tag match. Agreed. Uh, but you do not. You don't get much better than these four guys in a ring together. No. Uh, maybe with like Kobashi, a special guest referee or something. But um, <laughs> so yeah. All right, your pillar rankings. Okay. So my pillar rankings. As of as of well, this will this will go to air April first. All right. Is your uh, this, is, this is going to be controversial. You are very. Controversial. This is going to be controversial. I, I guarantee you, it's going to be controversial. My number one is just Kobashi because it's always going to be my number one. That that is never going to fucking change. Okay. Uh, I can watch him forever. And again, I say I say I do mine differently. My number two is Holy Demon Army. I'm okay. I'm putting them together. I think they go best together. Uh, I think if I was to split them up, that uh, Kawada uh, is, is much higher than Tao. But I'm putting Holy Demon Army at my number two. Uh, they can share that spot. Well, this is weird. Okay. Oh boy. This is weird. But after watching the especially that first match. Uh, I'm sliding Akiyama in number three and Masawa at number four. And here's here's why. And I'll, I will explain this to you. Uh, again, Masawa, I, I, I am completely comfortable in saying this and meaning this, that in-ring technical fundamental wrestling ability, Masawa is the better. Innovation, move creation, uh, all that. He is fundamentally better than than everybody on this list. He's fundamentally better than Kobashi. Kobashi happens to wrestle a style that I like more. Masawa's smoother. Masawa does a little bit of the flashier moves. You know, he invents more shit. He has the Emerald Flosion. He's got this and that. I, uh, I think the Tiger Driver ninety four. Right. I think the regular Tiger Driver is boring as fuck. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I the only way I ever liked it when I was a kid was when Dean Malenko would do it off the top rope. Oh, I thought you were gonna say when Ahmed Johnson at the pro. <laughs> but it's uh, fundamentally it's it's just, it's uh, especially for this in the era of orange crushes and shit and homicidal backdrops. Sure. He's just doing a little flip ski. It's real dumb. Uh, <laughs> but and again, so here's the thing: is if if I'm breaking apart the Holy Demon Army, Masawa goes probably above them. Okay. Uh, but I love them together as a tag team. Yeah. Uh, but as of watching this, I'm going to slide Akiyama up because he's closer to the style of wrestling that I like. I like the harder hitting, you know, and not that Masawa doesn't, doesn't, yeah. yeah, not that Masawa doesn't hit hard, but Masawa wrestles a different style. You know, he's, he's smoother. He's a little flashier. Um, you know, a little more like pro wrestling, right? He's a little more pro wrestling, uh, you know, and, uh, Maybe maybe at times and uh, definitely in Noah held a lot of people down. Sure. Uh, so again, I know it's controversial, but watching Akiyama this week and really enjoying it. Oh. Uh, if if I have to bust out the Holy Demon Army by themselves, then it's probably and it, it even pains me to do that. But I I don't I I think I'd put them above Quada, but I don't know. Like I, it might okay. be. Oh, man, no, I guess. Because I have Akiyama above Masawa. If I bust out Holy Demon Army, I can't exactly change that. So, But I don't know what I slide Akiyama up to my number two. 
because that's that's a little too close because I do love Kawada. This is it's hard. your list. It is my list. It's hard. All right, I'm doing that. Kobashi, Holy Demon Army, Akiyama, Misawa for right now, okay. which the last time we talked about it, that is different, it than, was different. than it was. Yeah. But I, I, I was very much in the Akiyama spirit. Okay. Uh, and yeah. All right. Cool. So. Cool. All yours? Right. Uh, Kobashi number one. Yeah. It's fucking Kobashi. He's, he's probably the best pro wrestler Ever. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just, I, it's, I'm hard pressed to make an argument, uh, uh, in, in that style, especially that he wrestles. Uh, there's, there's nobody better. Yeah. Um, it, see, it's tough because you brought this holy demon army element into it. You don't it. have to do that. That's, yeah, because though, them together, it's, that's the only time I really like a Kiritao. Right. A Kiritao is always on the bottom um, otherwise. So, number two for me is going to be Kawada. Mm-hmm. Number three. Smart, yeah. Like, Number three is Misawa. Yeah. Number four is Akiyama. Yeah. And number five is Akira Tao. Yeah. I have Kawada over Misawa just because Kawada was a rough and it's tough rough. motherfucker. Right. right. And that's and it. I, it's just it's my it's, my preference. It's like you more said, my style. Misawa may be like the best professional wrestler ever. He, he right. may, like you know, like right. probably is. Right. You know. But for my liking, yeah, it's Kabashi. Right. And then Kawada. Misawa. And and here's the thing, like we love Bret Hart, right? Bret Hart oh, is yeah. <laughs> a pro, you know, arguably in ring, like the best. Like no, I don't know anybody who is who could beat him for actual in ring ability being better. Sure, Masao's a lot like that because Bret's not my favorite guy. I love Bret Hart with all with all my heart, yeah, with all I got, yeah. You put him up against almost anybody in the world, I'm going to pick Bret Hart. Sure, same thing with Masawa. Yeah, it's just the pillars of the pillars in there. We're just you know, talking pillars, right? Here, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. You know, if you want to, if you want to blend that into the like, the, you know, of the same era, the Musketeers, Masawa beats all them, but Mudo. Um, yeah, I put Masawa over Chono. Over Chono, but Chono is the only guy that can rival uh, Akira Tao for the bottom of my list. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, my so Musketeers. It's Mudo, Hashimoto, Chono. Right. Uh, and Masawa is, I think, better than Hashimoto and, yeah. and better than Chono. Yeah. Uh, so it's just the fact that it's, like, the tightest competition in the world. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, – Masawa reminds me a lot of Bret Hart. Like, a little flash here, you know, people stole from everything from him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, I just – like, the, the Quada and the Kobashis of the world wrestle more of a wrestling style that I like to see yeah. because it's nastier. Yeah, I mean, like you say, stealing – Things from these guys, yeah. Like fucking BJ Akiyama, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know, and like Masawa again, the Tiger Driver's lame as shit, but the Tiger Driver '94 is fucking great. So yeah, I'm with you. But well, I had a fucking ton of fun watching. Yeah, these are awesome. These are like, fun. Anytime we get to like just watch these old school Japanese wrestling matches, are just for sure. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. So um, absolutely. So uh, you buy anything this week? Uh, I did, and you can hear it on the new podcast drop. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, thanks for the invite, Adam. Uh, wow. I wouldn't be on it anyway. I didn't buy enough stuff. I, I can't compete with you two. I didn't buy that much. Uh, I don't know. I didn't listen. Uh, wow. <laughs> Th- thanks for being a friend. You, thanks. You, you got it, pal. That's right. I, I totally listened when you were on Cinema. Of Bird course you did. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I did. So my Sid was last week that came in. Uh, I bought a Papa Shango Elite. Okay, you did. Which I is, did. Yeah, the the cool. two pack from where I didn't buy the warrior that came in it. Uh, the guys, you know, it was like 
fifty for both of them, which is still a really good deal. But I just yeah. didn't really want the warrior. Uh, and now I thought about it. I was I was planning ways I can buy the warrior. And he dude was asking like thirty eight for the warrior by himself, which is a lot. I got that two pack for forty bucks right. on card. Yeah, it's not worth it. Right. Not I don't the think, warrior. I don't think the warrior is that great. It's it's cool because it's like that moment of WrestleMania, right. but like. So yeah. the reason why I want it now is because I'm thinking I, I want to look and see if there's if they make black hot glue and I can make goop and stick it to him. Ooh, so it looks like there's goop coming out of his go. out of his forehead and stuff. All right. But I anyway, like uh, I bought the Papa Shango. Uh, I also uh, on whatnot not wrestling related uh, was just watching a show of like old Nintendo sixty four games and won a Nintendo sixty four racing game. Which one? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, all right. I got it though. It's coming in the mail. All right. Uh, and then I bought another two, uh, another thing on whatnot, two things on whatnot. I was watching a wrestling show and whatnot. And a guy was going through VHSs and it was like sealed, uh, like the St- Stone Cold Steve Austin VHS that the top five from like 90, okay. 98, the, yeah, that yeah. one, all that. Uh, and he had, uh, uh, two of them, uh, uh, one and the sequel to the other one. On VHS, original copies. Uh, I got them both for $20, two different auctions. Uh, and I just, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna say a name to you. Okay. Uh, and that name is Lama Nama Numi. Ooh, Strangle Fucking Mania. I got Strangle Mania 1 and Strangle Mania 2 on VHS. Can we watch when they come in? Absolutely. Dude, I just want to hang out with Luscious Johnny Stark. Uh, and I got them. Uh, and my favorite wrestler of all time, Andorino Pandorino. <laughs> Some dude was like just snatching up all the VHS for yeah. real cheap. And I saw that these were coming and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to fight this guy for Strangle Mania, aren't I? Yeah. And I fought him for Strangle Mania 1. And then I guess because he didn't get one, he wasn't that interested in two. Oh. Uh, so I got him. I got him for under 20 bucks coming to me. Uh, Dude. I could watch so, those forever. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just the funniest uh, thing You ever. know, I, I have the VCR downstairs, <laughs> uh, and I don't know too many better uses for it than, <laughs> watching, than watching Stranglemania. <laughs> uh, and I know we have a digital copy somewhere floating around or did at some That's point. St- yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I will put them in on my mantle. <laughs> Dude, uh, they're the best. Next, oh, to, the, the next best. to the baby picture of my niece <laughs> uh, will be uh, a picture of Deadly Fred. So... <laughs> <laughs> and that, so that's it that's, that's i got so strangle cool. mania one and two i don't need anything else all right i like that yeah um well yes i did record a special edition of porch talk weekly yeah. purchases with my friend adam van of at odds with wrestling uh it's up in their feed if you want to check it out it went longer than i thought it was gonna be because we just started talking about a bunch of random shit yeah um so last week i mentioned this on his show so um, I got the Brock Lesnar Ruthless Aggression Elite. I pre-ordered it from Walmart. Yeah. God knows if it'll ever come. Sure. Probably not. Right. But because I love that era of Brock. Absolutely. And I know you and I often say 2002 to 2004 Brock was like, no one's better. <laughs> Did you see though? Today, we didn't talk about today's releases, but there's Cowboy Brock in there. I don't like it. No? It's in jeans. Oh, okay. It looks terrible. I think there was one with the top knot too though. Well, it's, it was the top knot, but he's just wearing jeans. Oh, I, think I, I thought I saw one in gear too with the, no? no I didn't mm. see one. But mm. like, I love Cowboy Brock. Um, so I got that also uh, from Stash Pages, their WCW drop last week. I purchased the High Voltage shirt. Nice. Because... Uh, 
I, you sitting next to me on the couch when I said, oh, man, I really want this high-voltage shirt. And you said, well, those are words that have never been said yeah, before. Yeah, nobody's ever said that before. Well, I got it. Um, so during the show with Adam, um, I put in a buy it now or a, a make an offer on something on eBay. Okay. And like we finished recording, we wrapped up, closed my laptop, and the dude accepted it. Okay. Um, so I finally have my Kawada Chara Pro. Oh, yeah. Finally. Nice. No green to it. Nice. Has like the bubbling. Sure. Got it, Lucy. Yeah. Fucking finally, though. Nice. So I'm super pumped about that. Yeah. But now it makes me feel like I have to get the, the Tao fucking Akiyama 2 back. <laughs> um, for myself, you, and brother Doug, mm-hmm. I purchased last night the tickets to LVAC, Badgers the Brewery. Yeah, right. Yes. So May 6th. That's right. I, bought, I, I sent you the money for that, so technically yeah. I've paid for that. Yes. Yes. So we are going to be fucking partying. And I can't wait to see everybody. Avery Good's last match. Yeah. Going to be a good time. So I, I've been thinking about this. And I'm excited for it. Uh, the car, Edith Surreal, Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Uh, Boar's going to be Boar's there. going to be there. Dan Champion going to be there. Hey. Uh-huh. He has his own beer. He does. Yeah, there's a beer <laughs> with him and him and Avery Good on it. Yeah. And I think Bacabella's on it, too. That's crazy. Somebody snaked his way into that. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm going to go. Like, I you know, Edith Surreal had one of my favorite matches last year. Like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm gonna be a brave I'm gonna be a gonna brave a little toaster picks? and get some Mark picks. Yeah, all uh, right. But I always chicken out because I'm like, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to be in a picture. Blah blah blah. Fuck uh, that, dude. I'm a, I but, like I like taking pictures now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I know do. there's there's some wrestlers there that I that I really like, and I genuinely want to see Willow Nightingale signed. Uh, and like Edith, Edith is great, and Edith had a, one of my favorite matches last year. Yeah. Uh, so. That was, you know, that I want I want to be a brave boy and get some pictures. But you want me to talk to my friend Mantis? I'll get your picture with him. Uh, I mean, you can. I, All right, let's talk, talk to my, my talk friend, to your buddy my, Mantis. My uh, I, I'm sure I can find a couple video stills out there in the world of Mantis and me together <laughs> uh, at random shows. Uh, I might have to talk to Joe and be like, "Hey, Joe, yeah, I want to get me and Mantis, <laughs> our, our 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 straight edge brothers." There you go. <laughs> Uh, so the last thing that I bought, it went up for pre-order today. Um, after all the reveals and yeah. everything, um, I bought both versions of the Bret Hart Elite '94. Right. Two different attires for two different Summer Slams. I fucking love Bret Hart. There you go. And I feel like as the days go by, I love Bret Hart more and more every day. Okay. I just love that guy. Yeah. He's he's the fucking I, man. I'm interested to see if they're going to pump out so many Bret Hart's until they figure out that fucking hairline. The retro's got a good face. The retro's got a good face. Well, and the thing is, I already have them on backup. I have the two versions of that basic. Yeah. So if I don't, if I get the figures, I dock the heads, swap them. There you the go. Out. Yeah. Because that head on the basic's perfect. There you go. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that completed my purchases. All right. Well, um. So yeah, that's. All right. That's all I got. That's it. We're not watching anything next week. Cause nah, we're, Mania. I'm gonna be watching a fuck ton yeah. of shit. I'm not gonna watch Mania, but no. we'll see. I'll send you shit. Yeah. You know, I saw some good matches on Bloodsport that I need to go yeah. purchase. The Ring of Honor shows tomorrow, which right. I'm super intrigued by that. Yeah. Uh, just because it's literally like half Ring of Honor guys, half AEW guys. Yeah. So, right. um, super into that. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, Watch yeah. Minoru Suzuki become Ring of Honor television champion. Hey, fucking better. If he loses to Rhett Titus. Rhett Titus. Ugh. I, think Ugh. He, I think he lost at Bloodsport, so. I mean, that's all right. 
I'm fine with yeah. that. We saw him lose a blood sport to uh, Barnett. Right. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah, he lost to Barnett. Did he lose to Barnett? It was an overtime. They oh, lost. Yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's all right. Yeah, whatever. So, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Weenie Wrestling. You can find us online at Weenie Wrestling, uh, WeenieWrestling.com. We, at Weenie Wrestling on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can email the show at Weenie Wrestling at Gmail. Uh, we are a uh, proud member of the Sooner Medium Network. And uh, our our one-week reign on top as the top wrestling show on the Sooner Be Named Network uh, is over. The streak is broken. Hell of a run, brother. Hell of a run. Uh, Legendary run. Uh, Listen to a bunch of other shows there. You can find them at at STBN uh, Network on Twitter at STBN dot com so at soon be named network.com i'm like michelle during wings on wings yeah. i lost it here uh soon be named network.com soon be named network.tumblr.com check out all the other shows there check out at odds with wrestling check brett out on their feed doing weekly purchases with adam yeah. from at odds with wrestling uh i don't I, think it's gonna be a full-time thing our final <laughs> wrestling place is coming back you can't afford for it to be a full-time thing not the, with him man <laughs> holy fuck that dude man he spends a lot of cash uh if you got it, do it. Yeah, yeah. right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I hear Final Wrestling Place is coming back. Yes, they are. Uh, hit My Music, Profane Argument, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, Longbox Heroes, our other show, Wings on Wings, that we do with with guests of, with sometimes guests of the show, uh, Doug and Michelle. Uh, those episodes drop Tuesdays-ish, if I remember. And uh, yeah, so listen to those shows. Hit up the Super Medium Network. Uh, if you want to reach out to us personally, you can reach out to me at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, you know, I'm watching movies. Uh, I'm, wa- I'm give you match recommendations. I'm reading comic books, uh, all kinds of stuff. So you can reach out to me there. Uh, what about you? Where can they find you, pal? Uh, at BreadXEdge570 on the Twitter. Um, here's I, so I'm looking at Twitter here and um, Sean Walton tore his bicep in that tag Ooh, match a month ago. Oh, that sucks. He's having surgery sooner than he's going to have a few more matches. So afterwards, afterwards, he, yes. he's wrestling this weekend though, isn't he? It's uh, Janela. I think so. Okay. So interesting. Um, yeah, but yeah, at Bread X Edge five seven eight zero. I'm sure I'm just going to be talking about all the wrestling I watched this weekend because there's going to be a lot of it. There's going to be a ton. It's WrestleMania um, season. But I am excited because, uh, I don't know, I fucking love wrestling. Some might say I even need it. Boo. You boo. Goodbye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini of podcast networks. Night off, nerds.